Hey, everybody. Rob here getting ready for tonight's season 30 preview podcast. I know you guys have been waiting for it. Nicole and I are going to go through all 18 of the new players from Survivor Worlds Apart, which is just under two weeks away. Can't wait for February 25th for the premiere of the new Survivor season to start. And we're going to get you ready with all 18 bios and everything that you need to know about this upcoming new season. Before we get to tonight's show, I've got a short promo to play for you for another new show that's coming here to Podcast One. It's Dennis Miller and Adam Carolla getting together to talk about all sorts of things that are bothering them, and there are many. It's the Cast coming to Podcast One. Adam Carolla and Dennis Miller, short promo, and then it's time for Rob Has a Podcast. Dennis Miller and Adam Carolla are now doing a podcast together. This is going to be a caprice for us. Already people have to run to the (laughs) internet to start Googling your inane references. Two guys who are always pissed off. Let's go throw a rock at Mr. Johnson's car. (laughs) We have a good name there, I think, with P.O.'d cast. And P.O.'d also spells pod without the apostrophe. This isn't testicular cancer. Right, right, right. Save some for the P.O.'d cast with Dennis Miller and Adam Carolla. New episodes every week right here at podcastone.com. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob Has a Podcast. And now, here's the guy who sees your true colors shining through, Rob Sisterdino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our season 30 preview show here on Rob Has a Podcast. I am Rob Sisterdino. And here I am live on video on RobHasTheWebsite.com. It's Wednesday night in the Survivor time slot. Here she is. Nicole Sestrina. Nicole, welcome back. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be back. how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Are you excited? I'm very excited. Here we are. Survivor 30. Could you imagine that we are here? Uh, No, it's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Very excited to be here with you live. We're going to go through all 18 new players tonight and go through them one by one. Give our winner predictions. Mm -hmm. Let you guys know how we think things are going to go down here in just two weeks from tonight. Two weeks. When Survivor Worlds Apart premieres live on CBS. It's going to be a 90-minute premiere followed by the premiere of The Amazing Race 26. Are you excited for the new kid on the block, Nicole? I forgot all about him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's going to be a busy night for you. It's the one people forgot all about. He's on The Amazing Race. (laughs) They didn't remember him when he was in the band. Yes. All right. So we've got a lot to get to here tonight. Very excited for those of you guys who are joining us live. Uh, Again, the room is set up a little bit differently, so it's hard for me to follow everything that's going on in the chat and everything that's going on with your comments. But I want this to be as interactive as possible. So go ahead. We're going to do it. Go ahead and use uh, the chat room on robinswebsite.com if you're watching us live. If uh, you are on Twitter and you're so inclined, use the hashtag RHAP. Scott St. Pierre is monitoring what's going on in the Twitter. And then also on our YouTube channel, you can ask us questions at robinswebsite.com slash YouTube. Try to ask questions about the people that we're talking about when we're talking about them. We'll go ahead and, and take a bunch of questions like we did on Miss Survivor and Mr. Survivor when they come up so nicole this is a very special occasion that we're here tonight because uh for a number of reasons Mm -hmm. okay uh one this is going to be our 10th season preview that we've ever done 
That's that's crazy. We started our season preview podcast uh, for Survivor Nicaragua, which didn't start as a, uh, a live video. No, we didn't do them on video. I think up until I think Survivor Blood versus Water was the first time we did it on video. Mm-hmm. So this is the fourth one we're doing on video. I remember doing live shows used to be such a big thing. Like we had a lot of, of well, I didn't. Well, you had fairness, a lot of work. This was a big thing also. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, it was a big deal. We had to move stuff around into the living room. Now I just move stuff around in this room, so that's a big deal. No, but even with the software. Yes, yes, it was not easy. We didn't do as much uh, video stuff uh, when we started. And speaking of when we started, tonight is also, we're about to celebrate, this is the five-year anniversary of the first episode of Rob Has a Podcast. Oh, happy anniversary. And thank you, thank you, honey. Thank you. Uh, five years, it's actually going to be five years tomorrow. So we're, celebra- we're going to celebrate it tonight. Ooh. And I know some people are saying, hey, five years, why didn't you do a special show for five years? And Nicole and I were talking about mm-hmm. it. What do we want to do? Five-year anniversary. How do we commemorate this? And that's when we got to thinking i said to nicole i know it's our five-year anniversary but it's also just our five-year anniversary Mm -hmm. and this show is going to go on 10 15 30 as long as i'm alive basically we're going to keep he's going to be talking (laughs) and so we figured hey it's our fifth anniversary but let's just go out there and do a great fifth anniversary show and we doesn't have to we don't have to bring back all the guests that we've had on previously yeah let's just high five yeah high high five (laughs) a high five and then maybe that might be the, the hashtag uh a high five for high five, five years of Rob has a podcast. And thanks to all of you guys. I know a lot of you guys have been there from the beginning. Now, it's physically, it's impossible for that many of you guys to be there from the beginning because there weren't that many of you people there in the beginning. But uh, I know a lot of people from the first year and all the, and all the way through haven't left us uh, yet. Of some, pe- some of them have. Yeah, a lot of people did come and said, uh, I don't like this. Yeah, this is, Rob, this is the Rob that sucks. That so I thought it was the other guy. Yeah, Igor Aziz and all those people. Oh, I miss him. Yeah, so we're going to go uh, go go along and get through it. And also one other note tonight. Today is February 11th, Wednesday, February 11th. Uh, so not only are we two weeks away from the start of Survivor Worlds Apart, we're also exactly one month away from the Know-It-Alls live show in New York. That's going to be four weeks from today. We're one, one month away. Wow. And Stephen Fishback and I will be live at Gotham Comedy Club, a sold-out capacity crowd, uh, 300 people in attendance and it's going to be a very very fun night i know a lot of people coming in from out of town and all sorts of places from australia yeah all over (laughs) different countries all over the world people are coming in uh to see the show i'm really excited i think steven is nervous well, he should he's be. He's a little. I think he should he's be a nervous. little nervous. He's, you know, he, he. I don't know if he's used to, uh, you know, being in, uh, you know, could be. A, I hope it's not a choke job. I hope That's he doesn't what I'm choke. Hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping it's, you know, not going to be like, uh, you no know, no pressure, Stephen. It's only 300 plus people. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, he can calm his nerves, and we'll give him a drink. <laughs> Just give him a shot. Give yeah. him a shot. And so we're very excited for that. Then after the show, we're having a. Li- I know everybody wants. Wants to get together, but the problem has been that we you have too many fans. Well, we have we're a big party. We're three hundred people plus all the people that want to come. They couldn't get tickets. They couldn't get tickets to the show. Yeah. So 
we're sort of uh, in search of a venue. I don't know who could accommodate us, but if you happen to be a listener of the podcast and you have a Are suggestion... Are you a club promoter? Yeah, and, and you're looking for maybe... Three, for 400 people? Yeah, three or 400 people that want to come in and give you a really Call good us. night of business uh, somewhere in uh, around the area of Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, shoot me an email, rob I, at rob has a website. And we're out of the New York loop. We've been in LA too long. Yeah, rob at rob has a website.com. So let us know. We're working on places that we find places that'll hold two hundred but I want everybody that wants to come out after the show to be able to come we out after deep. the show. Yeah. So that's gonna be a lot of fun there on uh, on that night. Also uh, next week, I know a lot of people are like, uh, Rob, we don't care what you have to say. We want to hear from Corinne. Where's Corinne? <laughs> Where's the binder? Yeah. Get Corinne out here. Uh, Corinne is scheduled to join us next Wednesday night. That won't be a live show. That's going to be Corinne also. Corinne demands, doesn't like to do live shows. She also demands no uh, cameras. Yes. She wants to get in and out in the cover of dark. She only wants red Skittles. Yes. She has a lot of demands. <laughs> so it's Corinne demands no video for that show. Yes. We'll be doing that uh, next week as well. Uh, Nicole, in addition to all of the shows, I have about uh, seven or eight podcasts on Rob as a podcast. This is supposed to be the off season. Yep. We're it's ne- also, it's, there's never an off season. Yeah. We're also in the midst of moving this month. Yes, How's the move are. going for you? For me, it's going good. I'm getting stuff over there. Yeah. I really, this is very, this has been a lot of... <laughs> I haven't seen him. <laughs> yes. This has been a tough uh, couple of weeks. The neighbors think I'm single and ready to mingle. Whoa. It, it's the neighbor, Jeff Schroeder. <laughs> yes. Hey, neighbor, are you ready? Are you single and ready to mingle? <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready to move into this house? That's a cross between so Ernie you, and Jeff. <laughs> when you move into <laughs> when you move into this house, are you going to be single and ready to mingle? What's going to be your strategy <laughs> when you move into the house? Uh, so uh, we're very, very excited about everything. And uh, you're going to be seeing a little bit of a different set up also when we move it's gonna be good it's gonna be good oh rob oh yeah you we heard this before you're going on survivor am i going on survivor no no (laughs) no i'm not so we're in the we're in the midst of the move we're getting ready for uh, hopefully we're not going to miss a beat also uh with the move we shouldn't we have it planned out pretty well trying to do it all in one weekend mm-hmm. so we have uh you know we have the new place uh already and now we're trying it's not to take, already but well we have the ha- we al- have it already one word we have the place okay and we are go- going and trying to bring stuff over and trying to i'm trying to like bring over everything from here in basically like a weekend yes and then it's going to be the weekend before survivor and of course uh then we should be back up and running hopefully by when we crown our miss and mr survivor by the way miss survivor debate last night i heard all about it yes and mr survivor debate still trying to schedule a day for all three of our mr survivor people yeah they should be shirtless well okay (laughs) all right well just saying all right well we'll put that in (laughs) we'll float that out there for mr survivor shirts optional for mr survivor Um, it does get you more points yeah well we're trying to figure out when that's going to be it may even creep into monday of next week so uh, once i have that i will let you guys know and then we'll vote the following week and then we'll crown uh, misters and miss survivor the night before and hopefully we'll be in the new studio space uh and hopefully uh that will be ready to go and i'll be very excited to show you guys what that will look like uh once that's up and running uh one last thing before we get into uh the countdown we are probably gonna do uh about i I don't know uh somewhere in the neighborhood of this season 
of podcasting. We'll probably do roughly about 60 to 70, maybe 80 hours of Survivor podcast coming up. Uh, no big deal. Yeah, that's going to be. We're going to talk more about this season of Survivor than you probably even want to listen to. Uh, if you're interested in uh, helping to support the cause on Rob as a Podcast and becoming a patron of Rob as a Podcast, we greatly appreciate it, uh, especially at the start of the season. If you want to go ahead and uh, jump in for what's going to be a months and months of hopefully Survivor Entertainment, go ahead and check out uh, what's going on at robhasawebsite.com slash patron. We're going to do the monthly patron cast along the way. Also, you get to ask questions about whatever you want. We've got the patron group on Facebook. Talk to a bunch of people who are uh, the big Rob as a Podcast fans. It's a lot of fun, so check that out. Robhasawebsite.com slash patron if you want to know more about uh, how you can help support Rob as a Podcast. All right, Nicole. All right. Are you ready here? I've been ready, but you've been yapping and yapping and yapping. I know. I'm so excited. We've got so much, so much to talk about yes. here live. All right. So, Nicole, this season of Survivor, no collar, blue collar, white collar. We all know how this is going to work. Three tribes, 18 people. Do you like the format? It, it, it reminds me of All-Stars a little bit with the three tribes. Survivor so, All-Stars. Yes. So it makes me say, you don't like it. <laughs> All right. So Nicole, uh, and Nicole probably has uh, Survivor All-Stars on the brain because she's been listening to our audio book, The Evolution of Strategy. I listened to it twice. Uh, Nicole, how far into the 14 hours of Survivor All-Stars chapter are you? I'm not going to lie. I just started it. Yeah. And by just started it, that would be roughly... <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yes. <laughs> but in fairness, I hear you talking. Yes. Okay. I hear you recording it. So you hear it when it's recorded. I hear it when it's recorded. Yeah. By the way, if you guys want to check out the uh, Survivor All Stars chapter, you can hear the first part of that chapter for free at robinsonwebsite.com slash all stars. Or you can just come to the house and listen. Yeah, as... Or I guess so. Or Nicole will let you in and you can stand outside the door. In. Surprise me when I open the door. <laughs> That's what I like. All right. So no collar, blue collar, white collar. Uh, Nicole, what are you? I pop my collar. You pop your collar. Mm. But are you, as a nurse, does that make you white collar? Is that blue collar? I don't know. What What would you say? I don't know. What are you? I'm no collar. Oh, right. I make my own hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own hours, technically. Yes. But I mean that you put your hours on the schedule. I do manual labor, but I also do, like, actually, no, I don't do desk stuff. I think technically nurse is blue collar. Yeah. So look at you, blue collar, blue collar worker, hard working lady. Yeah, blue collar. Yeah, work hard for the money. So you'd fit right in with the blue collar tribe. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, uh, a couple of things also about this season. We set this all up in our seven things you need to know about Survivor Worlds Apart. There's also going to be a twist that is coming with this season. Uh, the twist is going to be that uh, two people are going to get a clue uh, to the either they can get the clue to the hidden immunity idol or they can get a bigger bag of rice. It's very similar to the start of Survivor Kagiyan, where we had uh, Morgan and uh, the, a couple of Garrett and those people. Mm -hmm. They had the chance they could get the idol clue or a bag of rice. Right. Uh, the difference here is that two people will have to share the lie. Uh, if it was me and you, what would we do? But it wasn't but it wasn't blood versus water. Pretend I was a stranger. I wouldn't like you if you were a stranger. Well, that, <laughs> why not? I feel like you don't like me because I'm not a stranger. So I probably would like you less. <laughs> you would like me more. Mm, I don't know. I feel like the things you don't like about me, you wouldn't know yet. It's pretty clear. What? What is it you don't like about me? Um, You talk a lot. Okay. That's good. <laughs> that is good. That's good for business. Yes. Yeah. So... 
if we weren't, what would, what would we do? Would you say, well, let's have a bigger bag of rice for the... For and the, it's our secret? Yes, we to, it would be our secret. Or that, you know, you could say, we could say, let's get the immunity idol. But then I guess you could tell everybody that... So oh, we would both have the immunity, immunity idol? Would we have to share well, no, it? I think it's one. I think we have to share it. Well, I wouldn't want to share it with you. How did, why not? Because I don't know you. We, we just met. So you'd say go with the rice? I would go with the rice. I don't know. Strategically, I, would, I don't know if I would trust you. Strategically, I do think you're probably better off uh, with to go with the rice yeah. and say, I'm just going to look around and find the hidden immunity. Like, <laughs> like half the time, the you don't even need the clue to find the hidden yes. immunity. Idol. I think you're better off. Like, that could probably screw you up more than uh, actually having it will help you. And there's only one. It's not like you're both going to get 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 your own. Yes. Uh, so you have to share it. And so that could well, be complicated. I think that you're better off on day one to go ahead, get the bigger bag of rice. Get some full bellies. Yeah, make people happy. Because then at some point you're going to switch and then everybody's going to say like, oh, you got you took the idol? Or yeah. you took the thing. And people are like, wait, what? Have, you said uh, it was... A- you know, the other guy's going to spill the beans. Yes, or the rice. Or the, well, not the rice. Well, that's what happened in Survivor Kageyan. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see exactly how that's going to play out. So that's the big, that's one of the first twists. And then allegedly there's going to be an advantage in the game that we don't really know what that's going to be yet. Is there going to be a Redemption Island? or No an Redemption exile? Island, oh, no Exile Island. Okay. Otherwise, straight shot here on Survivor. Straight shooting. No collar, blue collar, white collar. We're going to start off here today with our first tribe. And that tribe will be... It's the no collar tribe. No collar. No collar tribe, Nicole. As Jeff Probst tells us, that there are the three tribes. Uh, one tribe makes the rules. One tribe follows the rules, and one tribe breaks the rules, ignores the rules. So that's why I feel like you might be no collar. You hate rules. I hate rules. Yeah. So you would be good for no collar. <laughs> yes. Yes. Although you also like to make rules. I'm an enforcer. So ironically, you're blue collar, but you don't like to follow the rules. Yeah. You like to make so the rules like, or break I the rules. I only have one side of a collar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So here are the six people that are going to be competing uh, on the no collar tribe. We'll take them uh, in uh, basically no particular order. Basically the order that I have my notes. The order of the printouts. Yes. Uh, Nicole, do you want to talk? Do you want to share what happened to your notes uh, for this podcast? So I tried to be all prepared for this podcast and <laughs> I took notes. I watched the videos, took really good notes. And then I went to the house today uh, with Dominic and he was playing and he took my notebook out of my bag and I left without my notebook. That's the dog mm. ate my homework. But it, it really podcast. happened. Go to the house. You'll see it there. Corinne would never. First of all, Corinne would never let a baby touch her binder. <laughs> Second of all, Corinne would never. It should never be near a baby. Without a binder. I, I, by the way, I promised Corinne when she comes to the house next week that all of the baby's stuff will be packed so <laughs> she won't have to see any baby stuff when she comes to well, the house. Well, that was a stupid promise. We're not moving until the 21st. Well, I told Corinne that we wouldn't have any the baby stuff yeah yeah and nicole is getting a phone call during the podcast is that <laughs> all right we're on silence sorry yes, we're on silence all right so let's talk about the uh no collar tribe and first up on the no, no the no collar tribe uh let's talk about jen brown uh telling you a little bit a little bit about jen brown she's a sailing instructor mm-hmm. uh her personal claim to fame is that she's traveling the world solo on a whim uh her hobbies include surfing kickboxing and hiking her pet peeves are sleeping with sleeves or socks on. I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, she's no collar. Yeah. She's a free spirit. Uh, like, do so- you have to sleep with a tank top? Yes. And <laughs> the survivor contestant that you are most like, 
uh, Malcolm. He's just like me in a guy form. Maybe, she kind of does look like Malcolm. Maybe in fairness. Kate, <laughs> as she had a strong uh, personality. Who uh, is she talking about? Kate? Kate from Lost? Yes, Kate from Lost. That's the survive the the plane crash survivor you're most like is Kate from Lost. Uh, I think ma- Katie Collins, Katie from oh, but that'd be Katie. Katie that played with Penner. You I- mean you mean Miss Delaware? <laughs> that Katie. Speak. I think it's Kate from Lost. Yeah, Kate from Lost. All right, so uh, Nicole also about uh, Jen Brown. She wants to make her own wine. That's uh, high up on her list. Yes, in my notes, in my notebook, it was big. Why no? Why no? Uh, not to be confused with Rhino. Who's <laughs> also, well, he's a whiner. <laughs> and then also, if she wins the million dollars, what does she want to buy? A vineyard. And something else. A jet ski. Oh, a jet ski, because it's only about $2,000. Yes, even though it's not that expensive. But she doesn't. She really she's no collar. She doesn't have any money. All right. So, what do we make of Jen? Also, we have the pictures up. If you are listening to the audio podcast, I actually have the pictures up for Nicole where she can see them. I this need season. to. I need to see. Uh, in the past, that's been a common <laughs> request from Nicole. I need to see what this person looks like. Yes. So here they are. There's Jen. Yes. All right. Give me give me some thoughts about uh, Jen while I get a drink of water. I liked Jen. I thought that she was she's good. She seems athletic. She seems you know, pretty smart. Yeah, I think she is. Uh, uh, you, I, I, she doesn't I, seem ditzy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, I, she seems. Uh, she seems like good. the girl you would want to have around. Yeah. The thing with the no collar tribe that I think we're going to be on the lookout for is who's unstable and yes. how do the unstable elements mix together because. Crazy with crazy on Survivor Equals is tricky. Cuckoo. Because sometimes the crazy people get along, but more often than not. But that makes it even crazier when they get along, too. The crazy people don't get along. And that makes it explosive. Uh, yeah. For instance, uh, like take a look back in like Survivor Panama, mm-hmm. where you have Shane Powers, who's crazy, and then also I Courtney Merritt, mm-hmm. who's crazy. I didn't and say that either. That could be a very toxic mix. However, somebody like Jen, she seems more sort she of She seems like, pretty stable. Yeah, she's more sort of like no collar, like she's just gonna go with the flow. Mm-hmm. She's just gonna like uh not rock the boat. I feel like too she much. could recognize crazy. Yes. So mm-hmm. you feel like she's gonna be uh, okay here. I in, do in the no collar tribe. I do. Uh also of note about her, she's from Long Beach. Most of the no collar people are from California. Shocker. I believe uh, five out of six. Shocker. And uh, they're all from like southern Los Angeles. Yes, <laughs> as in most of them are probably recruited to play the game. Again, we can't speak to that at this point in time, but probably was like, hey, do you want to be on Survivor? They found him at Venice Beach. Yes. <laughs> yes. Here, call us if you want to be on Survivor. All right. So she wants to align with the guys more so than the girls. Because she knows they're crazy. Yeah. What do you think of that? What do you think of a girl who says that they want to be uh, aligned with the guys more than the girls? And does that typically work on Survivor? I mean, I always say that a girl that doesn't have any girlfriends is also crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of tricky. Yeah. You mean like you? I have girlfriends. I don't like them, but they're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you don't really have any guy. I don't have any guy friends. Yeah. Yes. They don't call the house at least. <laughs> yes. I'm not, not that I see. Not that I see. So uh, also of note about uh, Jen Brown that. So if you could have these three things on the island, what would they be? Uh, she wants a hammock. She wants a camera. Uh-huh. Um, because she wants to be able to look back on the experience and show her loved ones survivor from her perspective, not the one they see on TV. Okay, fair enough. 
and sour candy because she loves sour candy. I hate sour candy. Yeah, I feel like if you're starving on Survivor, I feel like sour candy of anything. Like, I feel like in all the times that you're on Survivor, you're like, you want something sweet. You want something savory. Yeah. I feel like nobody on Survivor is like, oh, I wish I had a lemon. (laughs) I wish I had a lemon. Something sour. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish. Maybe, Maybe she was having a craving. A craving that day when she was writing the thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she also actually says, I know we were talking about who's re- recruited. She says she wanted to be on the show since she watched the first season in third grade. She would actually kill it in the game. So I feel like... So maybe she was a recruit that just happened to be a fan. Or she was just happened to be somebody who wanted to be on the show that was in California. Or she never... She was somebody that happened to be a fan of the show and they uh, asked her to apply. Or she's just full of crap. Yeah, that's that's true also. That's true also. But she says as to why you'll be the sole survivor. She says, I've seen every season. I know how to win. I know its strategies work. And for how long a when in the game are their best to start using. Also, I'm mean enough to make it to the end, but likable enough to get the jury votes. Plus, I can BS my way through any situation. Even a a, a sticky situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> if it took too long. Situation. Yeah. All right. So, Nicole, give me some big picture thoughts on Jen. What are you thinking? I like Jen. I think Jen is going to go far. Yeah. I actually like Jen, too. I think that out of the no-collar people... I Unless think she- the crazies gang up. I think oh, she'll- I didn't even think about the it. The crazies align. Yeah. Here, let's go back into, and take a look at the at the people that are in, in this group. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, she should be okay. Yeah. I mean, unless... She looks very different here. Yeah, she looks... I almost... Di- didn't recognize her. Yeah, she looks a little different in uh, the group shot than she looks on her profile picture. Yeah. But yeah, I think she's going to be okay. I'd be surprised if she's the first one out there uh, I would in, too. That, in that group. So what do you say? You feel good about I her? Feel, I feel good. All right. What about in the part of the game where she ends up hopefully switched to another tribe and making the merge? I think she'll be okay still. Yeah. I you do. You feel like she's going to be in this for the long haul? Yeah, I do. Okay. What about you? I feel like she's, I'll say thumbs up on thumbs, Jen Brown. Thumbs up. Thumbs up on Jen Brown. Okay. All right. We got eight, 17 more people to get to. Okay. Tonight. We got to start disagreeing. All right. So well, there's only one person. <laughs> All right. Let's go to person number two. Here is Nina. Nina, Nina. Nina. All right. So Nina is the second ever deaf survivor. Nicole, did you know that there was already somebody who was deaf that was on Survivor? I had no idea. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. Uh, and she actually played on uh survivor the amazon hated that season yes a lot (laughs) of people did a lot of people did uh but uh yeah so i played with uh with the first ever deaf survivor and we were we got along great we had a very positive experience and uh she didn't really have to listen to you all the time oh come on (laughs) come on i bet that was a major plus yes yes (laughs) That's right, because I treated her with I treated her with respect. Sure, that's right. Well, we'll go with that. That's right. So uh, here's Nina. She's deaf. Uh, she has. I want to make sure I'm uh, pronouncing this correctly. Uh, do you know about this? I know you're the medical professional on the podcast. Uh-huh. Cochlear impl- implants. Yes. Okay. Do you know about that? What is? How I don't know work? too much about it, but I know that in some cases, not all cases of. Um, when people are deaf that they can have the this transplant and then they can hear again but not everybody is a candidate for it okay sorry almost knocked over my my water everything is uh everything is all over the place here doing this (laughs) doing this show all right so uh let's uh talk a little bit more about nina uh her occupation is hearing advocate Mm -hmm. 
What does that entail? You don't know. (laughs) She talks about it, but I think that's pretty ironic, though, right? (laughs) She's a hearing advocate. Uh, Yeah, I don't know who she... Well, I guess you could talk to lots of people about it. Uh, Then her hobbies are running, hiking, uh, reading, and photography. Her favorite sport is rugby. Her pet peeves are laziness, rudeness, and people who can't park between the lines. You know what? I hate that, too. Nobody likes that. I hate it, too. I don't know if I put that as my pet peeve. Yeah. But it pisses me off. Nope. Especially when you're the one who drives a compact car. But I thought no collar. Hey, I thought they were breaking the rules. Yes. Like white collar makes the lines. Blue collar parks in the lines. And no collar, they park all over the place. Mm. Um, and I wonder also uh, that Nina is older. I believe uh, she's in her early 50s. Oh, she looks good. I think, I think so. Uh, we want to fact check that in the chat room. But... For me, I'm going to be eager to see how well she's going to be able to relate to some of the younger, crazy people on this tribe. The eclectic people. Yes, yes. How is she going to overcome? One, she seems to be a pretty well-adjusted person. Mm -hmm. How's she going to deal with the craziness? How's she going to overcome the age difference? Uh, And also, you know, know, she says she's really good at hearing when one person is talking, but but when uh, two people are talking... And crazy people also like to talk at the same time. And over each other. And over each other. Yes. So I feel like uh, that's, for podcasting. that's a tough spot for her. Yeah. And again, uh, thanks to Alex G and Michael, uh, Alex G, who says uh, she's 51. Okay. Hot stuff. Okay. But yeah, it looks great for yeah. 51. Okay. 51's not old. I didn't say it was. But I mean, for 51. Yeah. She, she looks good. Okay. She looks very good. Yeah. This, I'm sure you have a lot of 51 year olds listening. I'm sure I do. They look great too. <laughs> good save. Yeah. And so uh, her primary reason for being on Survivor uh, would be the million dollars. She'd buy her parents first class tickets to Japan. Secondary motivation would be for the adventure and to show people that you can overcome anything that life throws at you. Okay. And she wants more people to know about the cochlear implant. And now uh, more people know about it. All the people from Rob Has a Planet know about it. We all know. Yeah. Job well done. Okay. All right. So, uh, Nicole, what do we think about Nina? I think just like you said, I think that she's pretty well adjusted. It's just the people that she's with, I think, would be the problem. Yes. Now, the original first uh, death survivor. Uh Uh-huh. She had a bit of a bumpy ride, uh, as uh, Mateo said about her experience. <laughs> and uh, she did not get along with all of the other uh, younger women uh, on the tribe. They didn't always uh, talk to her and make her feel accepted into the group. Uh, I don't think that'll be a problem for Nina. Yes. Well, luckily, I don't think they're going to be as catty as the <laughs> the women on your season. I also season. think that Nina will try to, uh, you know, be adjusted because the first death survivor didn't really know a lot about how to play the game mm-hmm. uh, coming in or after maybe. <laughs> and I think <laughs> Nina, Nina is somebody who I think really a, she's does. She's a fan. She really does know she's survivor. A fan. Mm-hmm. So... I think that she's not just there to say, hey, I'm here as, you know, an advocate for, uh, you know, these uh, good causes that I'm talking about. I'm also here to play the game. Right. Yeah. Uh, Now, will Nina, if she is somebody who uh, I believe wants to be a role model and wants to go ahead and teach people about, you know, uh, this implant uh, and not the 
normal type not of the other implants we talk survivor about knows very survivor, well <laughs> which there are also other advocates that go on survivor for different types of implants advocates yes uh will nina want to be seen as a villain potentially will she no. will she uh screw people over if necessary i don't i don't think she has a dinner yeah i don't think so okay uh, she does say that she's good at manipulating, but she sort of like puts a, a line between she's willing to manipulate, but maybe not to lie. Yeah, I didn't get the get that sense from her that it was going to be uh, that kind of game. Yes. Um, she, they asked her, what Survivor contestant are you most like? She says she can relate to Tina because she played the game how I would strategically and with integrity. She's also physically fit, active and enjoys adventure much like myself. I could see some Tina in her. The I word scares me. Oh, integrity. I don't like it when survivors talk about integrity. And I don't think that there's, look, I don't have any problem with integrity. I think that integrity is a good thing to have. Just not in the game. But I feel like just because you lie in Survivor doesn't mean you don't have integrity. I think that Tom Westman is somebody that has integrity. And I think he's somebody that lied in the game of Survivor. Do you think it's such a terrible thing to swear on a family member? Um, depends which one. No, I think. I look. I don't think. I don't see a problem with it. Like it's a game. Whoa! No, seriously. Like, what does it mean? You would swear. What does it really mean? What does it mean? You would swear on me in Survivor. Yeah, my life. I would. You would because it doesn't mean anything. And you would break it. It doesn't mean anything. Well, uh, well, (laughs) I I think it means something. Not if you. I I don't think it does. I I don't like that. The, The you know. It's like the kind of thing where if you swear on, uh, you know, swear on your kid, uh, swear on your mom, swear on your, th- on your this, swear on your dog. Like if I swear to you and I know that I'm lying, what does it mean? Uh, it means that something bad will happen. It does not. Come on. Swear on. Come on. That's the thing. It's like, but, you know, it's almost like the, it's like an automatic lie detector. If you're going to go with that, it's like, if you don't want to swear on it, then the person will vote you out. So you're in a position where you have to say. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, but you swore on your dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, give it up. Yeah. Give it up. All right. So what do you think about <laughs> Nina? I, I like Nina, but I think that she might be on the wrong tribe. She could be on the wrong tribe. Yeah. I feel like Nina might be better suited like on the white collar tribe, the tribe that's going to be a little more low or a a little more low key than this tribe, which I think is going to be sort of uh, cuckoo crazy. Cuckoo crazy. For sure. I feel like that they might say like, Hey man, let's vote out the old person. Yeah. Older person. Older person. Oldest person. The oldest person on the tribe. Oldest person on the tribe. Not elderly. Not elderly. No. Definitely not elderly, but the oldest person in the group. And I feel like, uh, hey, we're the no-collar tribe. We're here to party. Yeah. And they may... Let's smoke the sand. Smoke the sand? (laughs) You can smoke sand? You can smoke anything. Yeah. Wow. So I feel like that Nina could be in a tough spot. And I wonder if she could be maybe a person who's targeted early Early. in this group. Mm -hmm. I hope not. I hope not either. I hope not. All right. Uh, Let's take... uh, Scott has some questions uh, from you guys about Nina. Uh, Let's go from Snazzy Beans. I'm 51. You're my favorite person ever now, Nicole. Oh, good. You're, you're, you're my like, favorite person, Snazzy Bean. You're like the best person ever. I'm the best mother effer ever. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Scott, let us know if we have another uh, another question about Nina or we'll move on to our next person here. Uh, 
Okay, so we're going to move on because we still have uh, 16 more questions. Again, if you have questions about the people we're talking about, send them in hashtag RHAP we on love Twitter questions. or at com slash YouTube. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, talk to Haley Ford. All right, here is We're not going to talk to her. We're going to talk about about you. That's a good catch. That's a good catch. Uh, We'll talk about Haley Ford. Uh, She goes to law school. She's a public defender. Uh, She's no collar, of course. A person who claimed to fame is catching a huge wave last winter in Kauai. In Kauai? Kauai. Kauai? Not Kauai. Kauai. (laughs) Kauai, man. Okay, so her hobbies are surfing, jujitsu, motorcycles, whatever comes my way. We need to set her up with woo, I think. I think she's full of it. She's full of it? You yeah. think she's a poser? I, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. Like, like John Fincher? <laughs> John Fincher is a poser. Oh, no. Uh, three words to describe you are tenacious, free, and focused. What do you think about that? Have you ever heard like a lawyer being described as tenacious? Yeah, I think t- you'd want a tenacious and Maybe lawyer. not tenacious, but as carefree and... Yeah, I think free is the word that you probably don't <laughs> want your lawyer. Like, I think ideally, uh, but your free lawyer is probably not But she's a public defender. Yes, like Saul. <laughs> like Saul Goodman. <laughs> and Eliza. Yeah. Survivor contestant, you're most like. Parvati. She's fun, vivacious, but more than meets the eye. Always planning, calculating risks, both strategic and social. She's physically strong and undaunted by rejection and resistance. We also have matching tats. Whoa. What what tattoos does Parvati have? (laughs) Um, She's got a few tattoos. Her and Haley got matching tattoos? Uh, I guess they're besties. What does it say? BFF? Probably. BFF? Wow. Probably, yeah. Man, Parvati has such a spell over some of these women uh, survivor (laughs) players uh, and some of the men survivor players. Uh, All right. So they asked her, if you could have three things out on the island, what would they be and why? All right. One... You're right. <laughs> My foot fell asleep. All right, Nicole's foot fell asleep. Hopefully, hopefully none of you guys did, but yeah. Nicole's foot is asleep. <laughs> All right, if you got three things on the island, what would they be and why? Law school bar review book, so she could stay sharp and it could double as a journal. Okay, well that's that's good. All right, then two, a pen and a journal. Just she, she needs but she two already has journals. one. Okay, let's think about this. And then she's gonna map out her strategy in the journal. Uh, Someone might steal it. Yeah, pretty you don't bad write that. You don't write that stuff down. That's a pretty bad idea to map out your strategy in a journal That's like on Survivor. Cr- uh, committing a crime yeah. and then writing about it. Like, you're a lawyer. Right. That's like you should in, know this. In The Water Boy, when uh, Henry Winkler's uh, notebook got <laughs> stolen. <laughs> it was bad. And uh, number three. All right, Nicole, tell me what she's trying to say about this. The number three thing she would bring on the island is a ukulele because it lifts the spirits. And it could become useful in other non-musical ways. Is it going to like hammer something? I feel like it would break. Hammer something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have to uh, <laughs> we'll have to look into that. Okay. Um, why you'll survive survivor. They said uh, she's immediately resourceful. Last summer, she caught a fish in a plastic grocery bag while camping and cleaned and cooked the fish for friends. Um, what do you think of that? I think it's weird. It's it, it's a little odd. It's a little odd. Well, 
I guess it matches the tribe. I guess so. So she's no collar. But I guess she could fish. That's a good thing, right? Again, about her. I hope they have plastic bags. (laughs) They don't in Los Angeles. Yes, that was this bag ordinance. You got to bring your own bag. Uh, And so uh, she's from uh, Northern California, so she should be okay. Yeah, Um, she's got plenty of bags. (laughs) Also, uh, but she's like a country girl. She says she loves her sweet tea. Uh, She's like a dude on the inside. Whoa. There you go. Like a dude on the inside. (laughs) Um, And uh, she wants to make an alliance with the tall guy with blonde curly hair. Do we know who she's talking about? Is it um, Tyler? Is that his name? With the glasses? I'm not sure if it's Tyler or if it's actually uh, one of the guys from her team. I'm not sure if maybe it's uh, Joe. Joe. I'm not sure uh, who is the tall guy with blonde curly hair. Yeah. Uh, If she said in any other interviews... Uh, go ahead and uh, let us know in the chat room as well. So what do we think about Haley? She seems like a free spirit. She does seems seem... Like she's got spunk. I feel like in the videos, she seemed a little more um, high strung than she does like describing herself. Yes. Did you notice that? Um, I didn't notice too high strung. Okay. Especially for a no collar. Or maybe like wound a little tight. Wound tight. You hate that. I, I do hate that. You hate that. That's I one do. of the things that you always say you hate. Because I'm carefree. You're carefree. Uh-huh. Hate the wound tight people. <laughs> uh, what do we think? Could they, uh, what about a showman's? You think we could see a showman's here? I think here? so. She's very pretty. Very pretty. She's very pretty. Of course. Um, she also says, gotta make big moves. Okay. Gotta make big moves. Um, but do you I think also, she's seen the show before? No, to know what these big no, moves I do are. Not. I do not believe okay. that she has seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that she's talking about big moves, I think that's also like part and parcel to people that really have not seen a lot of Survivor. Ah, uh, just Parvati seasons. They fall into the yeah. gotta make big moves uh, trap. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure about Haley. I think yeah. she'll be okay in the early going, but... I think if she partners up with the right people yeah, or dude, that's going to protect her. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, take a question from you guys uh, as we're talking about Haley. Uh, Here is uh, what you guys are saying. Uh, This is from Paula says, uh, is it possible that all these women are comparing themselves to Parvati because they met her pregame? Oh, that's a good point. Parvati was out there. Her and Gordon Holmes were out there. But then they would have to know her. I mean... Like they know. Maybe they're like, who's that over there? Who's that with the microphone? Like, oh, that's poverty. They go, oh, that's poverty. Yeah, she's strong and smart. I don't know. And- I think that the they go back and they at least watch the seasons that yeah, she's she on. Yeah, she did know about the uh, matching tattoos. Oh, I guess maybe she saw that there. It's so creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. You think that it's like a single white female thing? It could be. It could be. Do you think that she was like, boy, I'm going out on Survivor. I gotta play like Parvati. If I get a Parvati How can tattoo, I become Parvati? Yes. Tattoo. Yes. You like that move. I wouldn't personally, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to go. I guess so. We'll see how we'll see if it works. We'll see how it goes. I feel like uh Haley should be okay in the early going. I feel like she's not gonna be too out there. Um but yeah. I'm not feeling great about her long term prospects. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like uh she could be either the thing about somebody like Haley is like if you don't get her right before the merge, she's somebody that can hang around for a while. Yeah, totally. So we'll see. But she's cute, she might. She might. She might. All right. 
All right, so there we go. Uh, those are the three women that we're going to see on the No Collar Tribe. Let's talk about some of the men. All right. Some of these guys from the No Collar Tribe. Let's talk about the dudes. All right, here he is. Will Sims, too. He Nicole. looks familiar. Yes. He looks very yes, familiar. Will, Will Sims. Uh, of course, uh, he is a resident of Sherman Oaks, California. Uh, his occupation is listed as a YouTube sensation. No collar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his claim to fame is being a husband and a father. Uh, that's oh, you too. I, that's, <laughs> no, that's not what I thought he was going to put. Yeah. Uh, his inspiration in life is God. Okay. Uh, his hobbies are basketball, karaoke, and traveling. His favorite sport is basketball. Uh, he's most like Earl. Nothing to brag about, buddy. What? Earl was a winner. He was boring. Earl, he wasn't He wasn't that boring. He was pretty boring. <laughs> I think of all the winners, he's a pretty boring winner. He was... Uh, How many people are like, yo, you got to get Earl on the show? It hasn't come up a lot. <laughs> okay, exactly. But it has had... People have, have said that. A couple people have just said that before. A couple. Uh, a couple. Uh, they asked him, um, what are the three things you could have on the island? Uh, a phone so he could communicate with his family. Okay, who doesn't want a phone? Uh, lotion. Got to keep his skin moisturized so he won't be ashy on TV. Well, you got to look good for the cameras. You don't want to be ashy. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing. Or assy. Yes. <laughs> I, I make sure I stay moisturized uh, at all times. He does. Yeah. True story. I don't want to get I don't want to get ashy either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number three, toilet paper. That's obvious. Duh. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, his th- pet peeves are people who can't admit when they're wrong and people who don't tip. Yeah. Do yeah. you know in Australia they don't tip? That's no, not I a didn't, thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know I, that. Another reason to move to Australia. Yeah, you want <laughs> I don't understand this tipping thing. You want to be in Australia. <laughs> no one tips me. Yes. All right. Well, I feel like that you are not in a cash business. Well, then we need to change. Like, why do I have to pay more for my meal? That's a weird move. But why do I have to pay more for my meal at a restaurant? You know, thanks for taking care of my baby. Here's a 10. I'm taking care of your baby. I think I deserve more than a 10. Yes. (laughs) Um, Also, Will Sims 2, Will Sims the second, uh, is also, you know, his claim to fame. Being a father and a husband. Well, in addition to that. Yes. You know, he was on the Jay Leno. He got punked at the gas station and then sang karaoke. One of my dad's favorite videos, by the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I told Nicole's dad is a big Jay Leno fan. I told him about that. He said, oh, that guy. Yeah. He's going to be on Survivor. Uh, So, Nicole, he's also a Bon Jovi fan. Oh, me too. Yes. (laughs) So, you and Will Sims could go out and sing karaoke Bon Jovi together. Oh, my God. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. so down for that. You would be excited for that. I would be so down for that. And he lives nearby. Yes. He's he's in the valley. All right. So, Will Sims. Let's talk talk about him. I don't think that Will Sims uh, is... He's watching a lot of karaoke, I feel like, but he's not watching a lot of The Survivor. I feel like he's coming in. He knows who Earl is. Give him credit on that. But not getting the sense that he's a guy that really uh, knows what he's uh, doing here. He says that he feels like, hey, Survivor 30, it's like I got the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Hope it goes better for Will Sims than it does for a lot of those other kids that got that Willy Wonka ticket. Yeah. Doesn't end well for a lot of people. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo. <laughs> Doopity uh, Doo. I've got a karaoke song for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do we th- what do we think for uh, what do we think for Will Sims? 
Uh, I'm sorry, Will, but I think he's a pre-merge boot. Yeah. Pre-jury. Yes. Uh, can you give me a Bon Jovi song for Will Sims? Shot through the heart, Will. Shot th- <laughs> uh, you're giving <laughs> Survivor a bad name? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, Will Sims, too. Yeah. Will Sims, too. I'm worried about Will Sims. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't know how exactly this is going to go. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, see if we have some questions uh, from you guys. I think Scott says uh, we've got we got something about Will. All right. Here is from Project Mobius. Will hasn't seen a lick of Survivor. Could he go out before Nina? What do you think? Uh, give me a. OK, who you got? Nina or Will Sims? Nina or Will Sims? Um. I'm going to go with Will. I think Will, I think he's going to have a good temperament. I think he's going to have a good uh, social game. Like, I think he's a likable guy. So I think that they're not going to want to get rid of him. It's going to come down to how's he going to do in the challenges. I mean, he plays basketball. I think he's going to be athletic. In a tribe of six, you don't want to vote out somebody who's going to be good in the challenges. So I feel like if they go to tribal council, I think this group might say, we need Will. He's going to help us in the challenges. But... I feel like, uh, you know, Nina's athletic too. I know she goes hiking. Yeah, and, and like I that. feel like this group of people, I don't think we can predict how they're going to behave or think. Yeah, but I feel like a bartender is going to be able to fit in with this group. I feel like this group isn't going to say, let's let's keep around the bartender. He's a bartender? Yes. Okay. I thought it was just YouTube sensation. Yeah, he's a YouTube sensation and a bartender uh-huh. uh, and also uh, a dad and a father. Okay. Uh, a father oh. and a uh, husband. A <laughs> dad and a father. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Hey. You could be you could be a father and not a dad. It's true. That's true. All right. Uh, let's take another question about Will Sims too. Uh, this is from uh, Pat. Is cool. What if there's no service on his phone on the island? Well, I've seen enough uh, Sprint uh, family <laughs> rewards to know that this phone service always seems to work. It's pretty on pristine. Survivor. Uh, I've also seen a coconut phone work on Survivor and a coconut BlackBerry. Yeah. So I think that the service should not be an issue for yeah. uh, Will's phone. Nice try. I think that should be fine. Uh, and then also, this is from uh, Jigglyus John. Uh, do you think uh, Will <laughs> might name. be like a Wanda Sykes? Well, why would he be like a Wanda Sykes? Maybe he's funny. He's funny like a Wanda Sykes? Sure. Yes. Uh, I guess he could be like a Wanda Sykes, but I don't think that that would be if you gave me uh, a thousand guesses of uh, what do you think Will will be like. I don't think I would have gotten to Wanda Sykes. Probably not. No. No. Probably not. All right. So, uh, there's uh, Will Sims. What do you say? Thumbs up or thumbs down for Will Sims? I say thumbs thumbs down overall, but I think he's uh, not going to be the first one out of his tribe. No, but we'll still do karaoke. Yeah, he'll, he should be fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about Joe. Here's Joe Anglum. He's got uh, such rosy cheeks. Look at him. Rosy cheeks. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I don't know if you can see this on here. Longest. He wins the longest bio <laughs> of the season here. I, I don't know if, if you guys. And this is this. all like they, they, they hand write this stuff, right? Um, I'm not sure. I think they might be able to email it uh, well, at this point. Same, same thing. I mean, it's not like they're talking and someone's transcribing. They're actually writing this. Yeah, but handwriting. You know what and, I meant? And, and, you know what? What I meant. Typing is you know what I meant. Different things. Uh, so, Joe, uh, again, I feel like there's a sweet spot on this. We're going to get to the person who has the shortest bio of the night. Um, that's like three Ooh, let's, lines. Let's get to the sweet spot. And yeah, you, I think that you want to be right in the middle. Like uh, this speaks to me as can't shut up. Uh, the other, the other side. <laughs> I feel like yours would be four pages. No, I, I mean. 
actually, I've done this twice. <laughs> Neither one was four pages. Neither one is as Three. long as uh, Joe Anglum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but Joe, he's from Arizona. Uh, people call him uh, MacGyver Joe. Uh-huh. MacGruber. MacGruber. Hopefully not MacGruber <laughs> Joe. Hopefully he does better than MacGruber. Five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> it's um, definitely not five seconds, MacGruber. <laughs> MacGruber Joe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so his occupation is the jewelry designer. Ooh la la. Yes. He went to Joe. Is it like diamonds or is it like beach beads? I'm not sure. Because <laughs> um, there's a big difference. Yeah. Jerry Manthe's a jewelry designer too. He went to Jerry. Yeah. So we'll see. Did he go to Joe or did he go to Jerry? Uh, does he use spoons or does he use real jewelry? I'm not sure. So he has a uh, proud of a, he won a, a state championship for his senior year of high school. Um, for basketball. It sounds like an Al Bundy thing to say. <laughs> his <laughs> hobbies are, uh, he enjoys anything that allows him to work with his hands. Whoa. Uh, metalworking, painting, drawing, welding. He loves outdoors. You name it. Hiking, climbing, hunting, camping, etc. All right. Pet peeves. This is my favorite. Uh, I feel like we haven't done enough with the pet peeves yeah. tonight. Uh, bad hygiene, rude, inconsiderate people. And that person with really nasty coffee breath who has no idea what personal space is. Uh, when that last person used the bathroom doesn't replace the empty toilet paper roll. And when someone is telling a story and every other word is like, uh, you know, what my pet peeves are what people that have like nine pet peeves. What would you, what would, what would you put as your pet peeves? Uh, my pet peeves. Uh, I would have to say, <laughs> uh, people that don't like podcasts. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's mine is people who podcast, <laughs> uh, people who want to beat me up. <laughs> And who wants to beat you up? Well, you're a grown man. <laughs> well, that's one of my pet peeves. And also uh, people who make me leave the house. Those are my big <laughs> pet peeves. So yeah. people don't like podcasts. People want to beat me up. And people who make me want to leave the house. It sounds really nerdy. <laughs> well, that, that's you asked. Yeah. All right. Uh, so with Survivor Contestant, you're most like there's so many players that he can relate to in different ways in terms of gameplay. You'd have to say that he's some combination of Malcolm and Ozzy. I say I buy it. All right, Nicole, what are you thinking about Joe? All right, first go around, I felt like, oh, I like this guy. But then upon my review, I said, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like maybe he's like too in touch with his feelings. uh, And no one likes that. Well, here's the thing (laughs) for Survivor. Here's the trick to playing Survivor. Survivor isn't about being in touch with your feelings. You got to check your feelings at the door. Survivor is about being in touch with everybody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. So Survivor isn't about being all like, I'm feeling this today. I'm feeling this today. I'm feeling this today. Survivor is about how are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. How are you doing today? Yes. it's about taking the temperature of the other people. doesn't matter how miserable you are. It's about knowing what the other people or are Or how doing. happy you are. And no one wants to hear about how happy you are. I'm looking at this essay and I'm feeling like I think Joe is too much in, in Joe's head and not too much in other in people's every, head. Everybody else's. Um, they asked him about why will you be the sole survivor? Okay. Uh, you tell me when you're bored. <laughs> With every season I watch, I can't help but imagine that I'm actually in the game playing. My brain goes into game slash strategy mode and I put myself in the shoes of the current contestants and analyze how I would deal with the conflicts each is faced with. Of course, it's different when you're sitting at home on the couch and know uh-huh. what every player is thinking. However, I feel that I'm well-rounded enough, athletic enough, and mentally strong enough to adapt to the people I'm with. I'm confident that in the life skills I possess and I feel that I can maintain my focus despite all the other personal and crazy things in the game that may or may not uh, throw my way. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's too much, Joe. 
wake me up when it's over. MacGyver Joe. Uh, <laughs> Five and, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he describes himself as creative, compassionate, and charismatic. All right. Now, is he the curly-haired blonde guy? It could be. I mean, there's there's some nice little little curls. Yeah, he looks. I feel like a little bit like. Uh, I feel like he's like looks like Hayden in a wig. Yeah, he's a very nice nose. Nice nose. <laughs> Good nose for Survivor. Uh, but will he be able to sniff out what's going on, Nicole? He's <laughs> I, a believer in karma. He's a big strong guy. I feel like he should be okay in the early going. Although uh, it did not necessarily mean that Garrett was okay for being a big strong guy. No, that the went last terribly time we wrong. Saw three tribes. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on this? I'm not feeling good on Joe. Yeah. I think that Joe is going to be okay to start, but I'm not thinking he's getting he's too close. He's not long term. Things are going to get to him. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So we'll see. Hopefully nobody will go ahead and use the word like too much. Yes. Like uh, totally. He wants like. uh, on the island with him. He wants an ice chest. Uh, a an ice brush. chest. Yeah. Because his teeth will feel grimy. And a loaded up iPod because he loves listening to music. Well, who doesn't? Okay. Lots of Joe comments Scott is saying coming in. Here's what you guys have to say about Joe. Uh, this is from Igor uh, Chip Chip uh, Lover in Twitter. <laughs> is Joe uh, the same as uh, Fabian uh, that Alex uh, and Wu? Alex uh, and Drew. Yes. A- a- Alex, Drew and Wu. That they all are surfers. Uh, do you think he can win or lose because he's a surfer? Well, I think that uh, the, whether or not you're a surfer uh, has nothing to do with uh, whether or not you can win. Yeah. Yeah. I think that surfer is, I mean, you pr- technically you're probably good in the water, but I don't think that uh, necessarily is a great indicator uh, if you're a surfer. Uh, this is from Cole, who says, uh, Joe looks like a younger version of current Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Bruce uh, Jenner in transition? <laughs> yes, a younger version of the current Bruce Jenner. I'm uh, not going to touch that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and go to uh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel Coper says, Joe seems high maintenance. I don't think it's going to fly on the island. Hashtag first boot. All right. Call All right. The shots, there, Rachel. there you go. I don't think he's the first boot. I'd be surprised. Yeah. The first boot, I feel like, is uh, somebody who just is out of touch with what's going on and somebody who is not is typically somebody who's uh not you know liked within the group i think he's gonna be liked. i feel like he's gonna be easily offended though offended yes because he's so much in his own head i i think joe is gonna be all right in the first couple of boots yeah. i really i really do okay. uh okay and uh you think uh joe will have a surfboard on the island what do you think about that sure yeah i think we're uh I think we're good on on Joe <laughs> surfing questions. Yes, uh, from from Igor, uh, and uh, we have one one more. JJ rules. Uh, will Joe do a strategy like Bob Crowley of making fake idols? Well, he is a jewelry maker. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Uh-huh. Now, Bob, Bob Crowley uh, was pretty amazing when it comes to uh, making the idols. The question I would have is. How much Survivor has Joe seen? I mean, I don't he, think much. He knows that Ozzy exists. Ozzy hasn't played since South Pacific. Mm-hmm. So that's something. 
Maybe that's just the season that he was told to watch. Maybe, maybe. So I feel like Joe is okay, but I'm not, uh, I don't have high hopes for Joe. Sounds like from what I'm looking at, I'm not a big believer in uh, what's going on here at the no collar tribe. I don't feel like a no collar is going to come out uh, ahead in this game. It doesn't seem so. All right, let's do one more no collar person. And then our first tribe is in the books. It's Vince. Vince Sly. What a, what a sly Vince. Oh, Vince. All right. Uh, Vince, 32, no collar. He's a coconut vendor. What is a coconut vendor? Somebody that sells coconuts. Where, do, where does one sell these things? Well, I guess on the beach. You got to watch out for Tyson and Jervis, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You don't want a coconut bandit if you're a coconut vendor. Yes. Yes. And uh, in addition. But in it, the videos, it said he was a life coach. Yes, and he, and he's a life coach. Uh, that's what he says. He's really proud of his life coaching. Have you um, ever been around a life coach? <laughs> I have from time to time. What is your experience with uh, a life coach? Boy, or, uh, not seeing one, just being around one. Yeah, the life coach. I mean, uh, some of them have uh, some good stuff to talk about. Yes, you know, uh, Franny is a is a life coach. I sat down. I feel with, like Franny is an exception. She's an exceptional yeah, life coach. I sat down with Franny, uh, who's also an exception to uh, what I was saying about first boots. But yeah. she's very likable. She's yeah. just got. Uh, she's ironic, very smart. Yeah. Yes. Ironically, she was a first boot twice, <laughs> but I think that that was just uh, one after one. Survivor's time, just not for her. She just had momentum. Yeah. yeah at that time. Um, but uh, yeah, Franny does some life coaching. I sat down with Franny and I recorded a special dating and relationship podcast uh-huh. uh, recently. I'm going to have that up by, by the end of this week for valentine's Ooh, day la, la. yes um but yeah do you want vince sly uh coaching uh, your life there i have been around a few life coaches yes. before and unsolicited advice yes is one of my pet peeves yes put it down officially i can vouch <laughs> for that nicole hates advice i know i don't hate advice i hate unsolicited advice yes mm-hmm. that's big though it's big. Yes. Um, also, uh, Nicole. Uh, because I already know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So uh, I think maybe I would like to have uh, Vince as my life coach. Would you like him on as your friend in Survivor? Um, I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because I, I, I feel like I need more feathers in my hair. <laughs> You do. Yes, I think that would be... I I think we need to shave over here and flop the hair over. Yes. That doesn't mean uh, that you're Illuminati, right? You can't talk about that. Okay, I won't talk about that. Uh, All right, so three words to describe you are magnetic, unconventional, and intelligent. Okay. Magnetic. Yes. Whoa. Ooh, getting drawn to the screen. Yes, like uh, Magneto. I hope he doesn't (laughs) uh, take all of Joe's jewelry. Yikes. All right. um, Survivor contestant that you're most like... Uh, I'm flirty and use my sex appeal like poverty. But does he have a matching tattoo? Sorry. Uh, and then he also has a bit of coach and Fabio, too. I could see the Fabio, but that's just with looks. Yes. Uh, and he has feathers in his hair like coach. Like coach. True. Okay. Uh, so they asked him also, uh, what are your pet peeves? Snoring. People that are lazy. Uh, uh, passive and entitled. People that are lazy, passive and entitled. Uh, also... He hates getting junk stuck in his teeth. Welcome to Survivor. (laughs) Yes. This doesn't sound like the right place for you. That wasn't what I thought you were going to say. What was I going to say? I don't know. (laughs) That wasn't what I thought you were going to say. 
Um, and his hobbies are dancing, storytelling, uh, and art of all kinds. Uh, what kind of stories do you think he's going to tell? Um, I bet they involve feather dancing. Will he tell uh, any uh, fan fiction? Probably. Fan fiction. I'm like a storyteller. That's what I do. Uh, he also described himself as a complex, dynamic individual. Okay. To me, Vince slide does not belong on Survivor Worlds Apart. Uh, Vince, to me, belongs in the Utopia compound. <laughs> yes. uh, he needs to go build a new society uh-huh. that's at a compound. He reminds me of the guy that ended up like going, but like the last guy they moved into Utopia that had like all of the animals that was back on his compound, uh, like. Uh, George, George the alpaca, and uh, <laughs> I forget the name of all the animals uh, that he has. Rest in peace, Utopia. Yeah. To me, uh, I don't know if Vince is cut out for this game. He's too out there. He, he seems like a very nice man. Sure. But you know what? We keep saying that nobody on this tribe is going to do well and that they're all going to get voted out. Like, that's not going to happen. All right, well, let's uh, take some questions about Vince. And, you know, there's a couple people that we are going through this, and I just look at their bios, and then I say, I can't wait for Corinne to get here. (laughs) I can't wait for Corinne. Where's Corinne? Yes. I wish Corinne was here right now. Uh, I'm sure Corinne will have a lot to say about Vince. Yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, hear what you guys are saying. Uh, Here is uh, from the basketball boss. Ooh, la, la. Uh, do you think Vince is closer to a Philip Shepard type crazy or a Drew Christie type crazy? Or is he somewhere in between? Uh, what do you think, Nicole? Does he seem like maybe he's basically a badass? So um, basically, I'm a badass. What I feel like he's a badass of a different of a different kind. Why? What kind? I don't think he's like I think Philip. he's I think he's a mellow. I don't think he's crazy. I just think that he I I think that he's um, just different. Different, not yeah, crazy. Not crazy. Okay. Uh, let's take one from Chris Nichols. Vince wins the Loves Himself Award and narrowly beating out Joe and Joaquin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Grant, who says, I think Vince might be a strong villain this season. I get that vibe from him. Are you getting a villain vibe? Oh, yeah, right, totally not, but yes. okay. Yes. Uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think he's going to be a villain. I think if anything, I don't uh, think anybody on this tribe is villain like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting. I'm not getting a villain from uh, Vince. If yeah. anything, I feel like he might be a guy that is uh, just sort of like marching to the beat of his own drummer. Totally, totally. But I don't see him as somebody who's going to be like a a mean person to anybody else uh, that's in that's in this season. He's a life coach. So. He can't be mean to anybody. Yeah, his business would go down the tubes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about the coconut business. So was yeah. I. Uh, Orin Shaw says, uh, would you trust Vince or Coach as your life coach? <laughs> well, I feel like Coach Ben Wade has a track record. I mean, I feel like that guy has it going on. He, he has knows, it going on. He knows what he's doing. He's been on Survivor three times. He's, ma- uh, he's married. He's got two kids. I feel like uh, he's a symphony. He's got the uh, women's soccer. But this guy's making been, a, his own movie. a career out of selling coconuts. Well, there's a big market for coconuts. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's, a co- he's a coconut dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. 
Uh, I was, uh, five years in the show, I love that Nicole always will stop talking as I take a drink. <laughs> that is exactly the same from the day we started the podcast. If I if I go to if I go to uh, take a drink, Nicole will freeze like a deer in the headlights to stop. I talking. don't do it on purpose. I just I feed off of your conversation. If you're not saying anything, neither am I. Yes. I try to see what's the longest question I can ask Nicole and then uh, to try to take a drink. It's not like you take a drink and I go like, and yeah. I stare at the camera like I don't know what to do. Yes, yes. I'm just not picking up on what you're putting down. All right. Uh, Bill Simmons wants to know, uh, do you think weed is Vince's luxury <laughs> item? I don't believe so. First off, I, I, I know for a fact uh, weed is not Vince's luxury item. Why? How do you know? You don't get luxury items anymore. That's why. That's right. All right. And uh, one more question from, uh, but first... Nearly everyone has mentioned Vince in their uh, Gordon Holmes interview. Do you think this will affect his game? Well, it looks like he's on the radar of everybody. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be a good athlete, though. So he, he I think so, too. Yeah. He looks like he's built pretty well. Yeah. So I think he's going to be uh, OK. I mean, I don't think he's going to be. And he's got out, feathers. So I, I think that would help him and be a lunatic. All right. Let's look at this tribe uh, as, as a whole one more time now that we've seen it. Uh, first question for you. Do you think the two younger women will get along? Well, this chick, what's her name? Haley and Jen. Jen doesn't like other girls. Doesn't like other girls. She, she wants, wants to, to align with, with the guys. Okay, so which of the guys do you think that Jen will work with? Well, by the looks of this here, it looks like there's something going on. Oh, so you think in the cast picture? Look at you're that! Already looking at, uh, look at you. You're sly. Yeah, uh, look at this body language here. Here's uh, Vince and Haley. Uh, you think that they're too close together uh, in the picture? Oh, he's got his hand on her. She's leaning in. Yeah, that's look, it's even a shape of a heart right here. Okay, uh, and so we've got. Uh, you think that Vince and Haley uh, could link up? Look, it looks like they're linked. Okay. Uh, so then how does that go? Does they, do they, can you get a third person with them? Do they get Joe with them? It would have to be another dude. It's not going to be another chick. Get another guy. So yeah. you're like a guy, uh, it's two guys, one girl. Two guys, one girl. And then, then they need a fourth person. Uh-huh. So who's on the outside looking in? So you think it's, you I, think, it, maybe you, it's one of these guys. You think Joe and Vince and Haley could get together? I do. Okay. Uh, well, then, and then do you think that Jen could could uh, work with these guys? I think Jen is pretty savvy. I think that's if she can then work with these guys and then these two are on the outs. Okay, so then you think that it is going to be uh, we're going to see Nina and Will Sims 2 on uh, the outs. Yes. And then ultimately, you think the first person out in this group could be who? First person out. I'm sorry. It would out of this here. Ugh. I said before, Will yes. is going to be the first one out. Will, okay, you think Will will be the first person mm -hmm. out? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, that's that's possible. It depends how he does at the challenges. And so that, that's why I pause, because if, I think the challenges are going to play a I think if he's an ace in the challenges, role. I think that uh, then I think it would be Nina. I think yeah. if he sucks in the challenges... He doesn't then, look like he's very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he's, if he's slowing them down. Yeah. So... I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Unless the challenge is like some sort of karaoke Bon Jovi thing, then he's got it nailed. But okay, we'll see. That has not come up. It yet, hasn't come up in uh, through 29 seasons yeah. of Survivor. But All you know right. what? They're always changing it up. All right, Nicole. Uh, let's get ready to uh, discuss our next our next tribe. Can you believe it? Only uh, one tribe down. Two mm. to go. This is going to be three hours. No. Well, if we're lucky, if we're lucky, <laughs> if we're lucky, it'll be four hours. Yeah, lucky was the word I was looking for. Yes. Okay. Completely. Uh, so. 
Uh, we are getting ready. We're going to talk about the Blue Collar Tribe, Nicole's tribe, her people. Yeah, these are my peeps. Uh, we're going to talk about them uh, coming up next. I just want to take a moment and thank uh, everybody who's listening to Rob's podcast on the Rahap app. Nicole, do you have the Rahap I app? I do, I do. You do? I for, do. For real? You download it on my phone. That's right. That's right. That's why you have it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rahap app available for iOS and Android. Wowzer. Uh, you can get all the Rob's podcast shows, also all the post-show recap shows uh, that we're doing, and also reality TV rehab ups and coming tomorrow on reality TV rehab ups uh, Mike Bloom is hosting the Miss Survivor debate reaction show Wow! Uh, with uh, Haley Strong well, and you Jessica have your Lise. own after show yes we're going to have a you made it <laughs> reactions uh, to the Miss Survivor debates uh, Mike Bloom is going to be answering with the panel a bunch of questions about the debates uh, you could hear all of reality TV rehab ups also sounds on like a good show the rehab app all right so Blue collar people, the hardworking salt of America. They're they're there to work hard with their hands and uh, for the good people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Blue collar people. What do we think? Oh, so much. All right. So. All right. Let's uh, talk about the blue collar people one at a time. And then we'll circle back to uh, them as a group. And uh, our first person in the blue collar tribe, uh, stop me if you heard this before. It's Lindsay. <laughs> All right, let's stop you right there. You're also a hairdresser. Also a hairdresser. Also a hairdresser. This is uh, hairdresser Lindsay too. Uh, she is from College Park, Florida, and uh, she's got a lot to say. She's flirty. She's energetic. She's uh, proud of herself in general. She's a building a human being is a pretty cool landmark. Uh, She also her hobbies are working out, cooking and anything artistic. Her pet peeves are know-it-alls. (laughs) People that talk too much. Laziness, annoying accents of people who push their beliefs on people. I think there's also a smiley, a winky face emoticon. Three. Oh, so she's kind of like passive aggressive. Like Mm -hmm. I hate you. Three words to describe you are crazy in the best way. Mm, Getting that. AKA the worst way. (laughs) Uh, Competitive and quirky. Uh, And three, if you got three things on the Island, uh, those would be pictures of my family, waterproof mascara and vodka. Whoa. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be the girl where you're like, you need to take a chill pill. Just sit down. Yeah. I think that, um, I just feel like we've seen this before. Yeah. Sit sit down. Keep quiet. We've seen this before. Uh, she tells us that, uh, she is also, uh, she says nothing can break her. Nothing can break me. Nothing can get her to quit. Cut to day. Yeah. With, uh, needing the waterproof mascara. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, she says also that she uh, gets very hungry and her friends have to carry snacks because she gets so cranky that uh, she the, the, uh, people need to carry food to give her because she gets so cranky. Yeah. Not good. That, that's a, that's cray cray. That's not good. Uh, also, did you happen to check out uh, the bathing suit that Lindsay is is wearing? I did not. Okay, I'll point it out the next time that she it, comes what is up. It, is on it the, behind me? It's not yet. I'll point it out uh, when it when it comes up. This picture is uh, is cropped, so we uh, have uh, it's a it's a headshot. Uh-huh. But I'd love to get your take on that. Okay. Also, this is somebody on the list of I can't wait for Corinne to get here. <laughs> All right, Nicole, tell me uh, what do you think about Lindsay? I think that she's too high energy. Yeah. And I think that she she needs to take a Xanax. 
They asked her, what Survivor contestant are you most like? She says, uh, I most relate to Sierra from Blood vs. Water because she's a young mom, a hairstylist, and she made big moves. Yep. When it mattered most. She's hardworking and competitive. I'm all that plus strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she hasn't really seen the show. I think, yeah. I think if you're one person that you relate to, with all due respect to former uh, 2014 Miss Survivor finalist Sarah uh-huh. Easton, um, I feel like uh, that's sort of a weird person to pick. Uh, yeah. That that's the person I'm the most like. Unless yeah. you're playing with your mom uh, and you're saying that I'm gonna like. Vote there are my tons of other single Sierra. moms that have come out to play Survivor. Um. I'm trying to think of the, of the, I'm sure there oh, have Jenna Lewis. Yes, Jenna Lewis. Yeah, that's by the way, that's the uh, the Lindsay bathing suit. This is uh, this is the new style. That's the new style. This is the new style. I'm actually picking up one. Really? Yes. That's uh, sort of a spider web. Yes. Or like a Zorro thing. <laughs> that's what. So you like that? I um. You say thumbs up. No, I, I wouldn't say thumbs up, but it is a new style. I feel like, uh, fashion aside, I feel like that's not the kind of bathing suit that's going to hold up well on Survivor. It is actually going to hold up well. Why do you say that? Because it's being held up, like, from all angles. Okay. All right. Well, I also have a feeling we're not going to really get to see how 39 days <laughs> is going to affect uh, yes. an article of clothing like that one. Yes. All would right. it be something I would bring on Survivor? Probably not. Okay. Well, I should hope not. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, take some questions. Uh, if you guys have any comments about Lindsay. All right. All right. Uh, so Paulino says, I, I feel like Lindsay should be on the no collar tribe. What do you think? Yeah. I feel like this is a mistake that she's not on the no collar tribe. But she's, a, she's a hairdresser. She has a job. I guess so. But shouldn't her no collarness outweigh her, the job that she happens to have? I guess. I yeah. mean, she gets tattoos. She's got all sorts of uh, like crazy hair. I guess. Yeah. I could see it. Okay. So I say thumbs down on Lindsay. I yeah, see not her, feeling it. Sorry. I see her out early. Uh, if she makes the merge. She could be a first boot. Yeah. If, if she makes the merge, I'll wear that bathing suit that, uh, that she has. <laughs> I hope she makes the merge. I hope she makes the merge. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll, I'll wear I'll wear it around the house. Can you wear You have to change it to your profile picture, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. All right. That'll be great. All right, Lindsay, come on, bring it home. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's keep moving here. Uh, for I Lindsay. can't get that again out of my head. We'll go ahead and uh, wait for Corinne for more uh, talk about that. Can we tell her about this bet? Yeah, well, uh, Corinne. I think is going to have my back on this one. <laughs> she might have your back, but I think she would have the same reaction too that she hopes that Lindsay makes it to the merge now, so she could see that. Yes, I feel like that's the kind of thing Corinne doesn't want to see either. I feel like that's something that she would want to see and make fun of. Okay. I don't know. She'd whip out the binder. Yeah. All right. Let's go to our next person here. It's Kelly. All right. Here is Kelly. And Kelly, I believe, has the shortest bio in uh, Survivor history. If you can make this out on the paper. Uh, like you could, you could put Kelly's thing on an index card. Uh, I feel like tonight. that's what mine would look like. Yeah. Because you would, would uh, get bored and stop writing the questions. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Uh, she's a state trooper, former bartender. Uh, she's 44 from Grand Island, New York. Where's Grand Island, New York? It's probably upstate. Yeah, it's uh, not Long Island. It's it's not Long Long Island. Okay, Long Island isn't Grand. Her claim to fame is her career because she gets to use pepper spray, handcuffs, nightstick, and taser before I even get to walk out of the house. Whoa! What does that mean? That's some Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> stuff right there. Holy Christian Grey! Did you want to go see Fifty Shades of Grey? 
I have not seen. I have not read the book, but I kind of want to see the movie. You do want to see the kind movie? Of. Okay. Now we're talking about something. You were very anti the book. I, I'm very anti the book. Yeah. Why, so what's the difference between the book and the movie? You'd have to read the the uh, book and you get to no. Watch the I didn't movie. want to read the book because all of my silly friends were like <laughs> over the stupid book, and yes. I, I didn't want to be like that. Yes, you didn't want to be. You were and you were worried that it might it might uh, make you have feelings that were confusing. <laughs> I was I, I didn't want to tingle all over. <laughs> yeah, okay. God forbid. All right. So uh, you, her favorite sport: uh, watching football and playing racquetball for Kelly. Okay. Uh, also, uh, I mean, all short things. Uh, if you could have three things on the island: one iPod, two bike, three camera. See, I like this because. She says what it is, and we don't need an explanation of why you need these things. It's pretty self-explanatory, right? I guess so. Uh, pet peeves. Commitment. Whoa. What does that mean? Wait, so she's using all of those tools before she leaves the house? Yeah. And doesn't like commitment. Her pet peeve is commitment. Um, they asked her, um, what survivor are you most like? And I don't think she answered it because it's not. It's on, not there. It's not on her page. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how much Survivor Kelly has seen. Yeah. So on paper, I feel like she seems like she would have the characteristics to be a good Survivor, but the fact that she does not seem to know anything about Survivor is uh, a little disconcerting for me. Uh, Susan in the chat room also says that Grand Island is halfway between Buffalo and Niagara Falls. I guess uh upstate. Uh, yeah, a uh, hop, skip, and a jump from, uh, you know, sort of like Rochester and uh, all my friends up in Oswego. Yeah. Hour, a couple of, maybe two hours away. Yeah, I, I met a girl who went to Oswego not too long ago. You, did, did she know me? She knew Al Roker. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so what are we thinking about Kelly here in the Blue Collar Tribe? I feel like if anybody was going to be able to succeed in the Blue Collar Tribe, though, it's got to be Kelly. I think so, too. I mean, she, she seems fun. Fun, yeah. She seems fun. She was well, a bartender. What, what part was seems the most fun? The pepper spray, the nightstick, or the taser? <laughs> All of the above. Yes. I mean, she was a bartender, then became a cop. She seemed. I feel like she seems pretty down to earth. Yeah, I feel like she's the kind of person that she's going to work hard around the camp. She's going to be good in this blue collar. I feel like she's tribe. good at reading people. Uh, I mean, she's a state trooper. Yeah. So I think she's going to have some. And sort even of, as a bartender. Yeah. And I feel like she's going to be fine in the early part of the game, but I just feel like the game, especially if it's the kind of game that I think we're going to have this season, I feel like. What she's, do you think we're going to have? I think we're going to have a very uh, fast paced uh, and a very uh, strategic game. I think that that's the kind of season that we're headed for. Okay. Uh, based on the way that Jeff is talking about it, I think we're going to have people really playing the game well this season. Uh, I think she could be in over her head. I feel like she's not the kind of person that's going to be able to uh, really strategize. I think she'll be fine in as a worker in Survivor. I don't think she's going to be able to pick up the game as fast as she's going to need to. Yeah, I think she's going to have a good social game. Game starts fast with six people. Yeah. You got to be ready to go when the bell rings. Like, this guy knows. There's no learning. There's no learning curve with six people. Yeah. You can't really run and hide for yeah. too long. Unless you're one of these people where it's like you're on the tribe with like Mike Scoopin and RC and artists uh, and you're not going to go to tribal council for the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but then sooner or later, you're going to get exposed when you have to go to tribal council. Yeah. So uh, I feel good about Kelly early on, but I don't feel great about her long term prospects. I can see it. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, I think that uh, Scott needs to restart his computer so I don't know if we have any uh, Kelly comments okay. so we'll move on 
because uh, we want to uh, keep going. Nicole, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Here we go. Let's talk about Sierra. Sierra. All right. Sierra number three. Yes. All right, Nicole. Here we go. Three Sierras. Yep. On Survivor. Sierra Dawn Thomas. Uh, she's a cowgirl. Mm-hmm. What is a cowgirl? She uh, on a steel horse. She rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a cowgirl. Uh, she uh, does barrel racing. Which, what is barrel racing? See, I thought that barrel racing was that she actually raced in a barrel. What is it? Uh, I believe that it involves her being on a horse and going around barrels. So it. It's still horse racing. <laughs> uh, it's not horse racing. She's not like a. Well, jockey, she's on the like, horse racing the horse, race not racing on the people. barrel. So it's not barrel racing. Yeah, it's around barrels. Okay. Okay. It's around barrel racing. She is. Uh, <laughs> she's a rodeo girl. She also uh, she can go days without food. Uh, she says she's there to win. Mm-hmm. She likes rodeo. Yes. Uh, ironically, uh, three things that she could have on the island. She wants a radio. So uh-huh. like, I, I, I'm sure that's not a typo. Does she say why she wants the radio? Because music makes her soul happy. Yes. If we don't need an explanation of what, why you need it. I thought Nicole, some people like to get insight on these people. <laughs> like people don't want like, uh, what are the three, three things you want? Uh, a blanket, a pillow and a, well, I a, need a blanket. Cause I like to stay warm. Thank you. Thank Are, you, because everyone else wants to be cold. <laughs> People like to get as much information as they can. I think from that's these still things. getting information. All right. Uh, <laughs> they asked her. Uh, also, she wants a notepad and pen to write. She, she likes to write down her thoughts and goals. Okay. And number three, chocolate milk, because I can literally drink a gallon in two days. You can do that. I can. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't seem like um, that would be good on Survivor. Yeah, I think uh, first off, um, I'm not sure that uh, a half a gallon of milk a day <laughs> is good, good. any time. Chocolate milk or regular. Yes. I don't think that's what ideally how you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also says uh, Survivor contestant you're most like uh, poverty. Yeah. Hands down because she's not overly aggressive and uses her female traits to her advantage. She's a very intelligent woman. Poverty or Sierra? Uh, that's what poverty. She says of poverty. Oh, okay. All right. Also, Nicole, why you'll be the sole survivor? She says, I'm a 6'1 model. And most people think I'm just a pretty face. But I'm a cowgirl and a rancher. Doesn't mind doing a man's job. I'm also an extreme athlete. Uh, I played basketball, volleyball, ran track and cross country in high school. All right. So, uh, and she goes on to say some other things. Uh, She says, the big thing that she has to remember is that the people there uh, don't actually like her. They're pretending to be nice to her. She has to remember about the game. Mm-hmm. But she says she's there to win. Yeah. What do we make about Sierra? I think her makeup is too pretty for Survivor. Makeup too pretty I think she's for Survivor. Got, she's too. She's too much makeup for Survivor. I think that. I think that she's in over her head. Now the fact that she's a. Um, which side of her is she? I mean, is she is she the rodeo person or is she a model or could she be both? She could be both. Mm-hmm. But I think she's in over her head. She's she's. She's too pretty. Yeah, too pretty. Too pretty. Too pretty for Survivor. And I don't mean she's too pretty to be on Survivor. I just feel like she's she might be high maintenance. Yes. Uh, will she play Survivor like a girl? That is a rude thing to say. No, it is not, Nicole. You're putting <laughs> connotation where there is none. Did yeah. you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> 
Hashtag like a girl. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yes. Nicole was must have been uh, napping during those commercials. <laughs> Actually, that was a very good commercial. Yes. And so um, I feel like Sierra could be very good to me. I feel like she's sort of like a Chelsea Meisner uh, who I could I could see what you're saying. In addition to being a Miss Survivor finalist, also uh-huh. a Survivor finalist, but was somebody who didn't really have the strategy part of the game down. I mean, she basically... She uh, hated people. She hated people? Chelsea, didn't she? She hated people? I, I mean, I think she hated Tarzan, for sure. Uh, well, isn't I, that what um, Christina Cha said to her? I, I don't remember. Did, did she say that? I, I, that I don't know. Am I making this up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's entirely possible. I am pretty sure that's what, it, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, why do you hate people? That was one of her <laughs> yeah. questions. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yes. You say. Uh, so I feel like uh, she could be like out of the Chelsea mold, but uh, Chelsea did well because she was attached at the hip with somebody. She was attached to Kim. With, who was a master strategist yes, and yes, potentially yes. one of the best survivor players to ever play the game. Will Sierra be so lucky as to hitch her wagon to somebody uh, who really knows uh, what she's doing? Yeah. But I really like her. You like Sierra? I really like Sierra, but I just have the caveat that I'm not sure how fast she can pick up the game, and I don't know how much Survivor she's seen. Mm -hmm. Why do you like Sierra? Because I like that she is a competitor in the challenges, uh, and she's somebody who's not going to be, you know, sort of a delicate flower out there. She doesn't mind seemingly being hungry, being dirty, being miserable, not having uh, stuff around. But I feel like that's really easy to say, though. It's easy to say. Yeah. But she does say she goes days without eating. Uh, She eats disgusting gas station food uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like she uh, could be good. I feel like she has high upside. Okay. My big concern, though, is how much does she know the game? Mm -hmm. That's the big question. Yeah. I mean, Uh, yeah. Also, Scott, let me know if we have any questions about uh, Sierra. Otherwise, uh, we'll move on uh, to our next to our next person. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, Pet peeves being late because it's disrespectful. I hate that, too. Sure you do. Uh, People who loudly chew their food. And underachievers, at least give it an honest try. Yeah. What do you care what other people are doing? Okay. Um, all right. So uh, what, what, what does she care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, okay. So that's uh, Sierra Dawn Thomas. Okay. Uh, and some point, at some point, we'll be able to ding, marry, kill the three Sierras. Too early right now. <laughs> Too early. Too early to tell right now. Mm. Okay. Let's go ahead and get some Sierra questions. Uh, let's start with Kissy uh, Jimenez. Sierra seems like someone who will be among the first four of Castaways voted out. Ooh. How far do you think she will place? No, I think she's making the merch. She's okay. dateable. I'm telling you. Well, do you think she's dateable for other reasons? I think she's dateable for lots of reasons. Watch it. She's going to make the merge. Watch it. Watch it. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and do a uh, tweet me. Uh, tweet me, Giant. Sierra is going to be Tulane Terry's 3.0 survivor crush. So we'll see if she's the QT 3.0. He, he really shoots for the stars. Hey, look. <laughs> the man, look, she hates underachievers. So <laughs> That's true. Ian so they, is, they're, they're perfect. Look, at someone least, get that guy laid already. At least give it an honest try. That's what she's saying. <laughs> Uh, let's do one more question. But first, as Sierra travels by herself most of the year, how do you think this will affect her social game? Well, they, that's a good point. I think that there's a lot of things about her social game I would be in question. I would question. Really? Yeah. Are you being such a hater. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not. But I am. 
Yeah, <laughs> Nicole, go ahead and uh, and dump out that haterade. Haterade, I drank it. I'm sorry, I did. Come on, Nicole. Yeah. She's blue collar. Yeah, she's blue collar, ready to go. She's hot stuff. Yeah, watch it. She's gonna be dateable, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she already is dateable. JJ Rule says, I think Sierra will be a top three for Miss Survivor 2016. What do you think of that? Nicole? I think that that is correct i think so i, I think, think she's, so too she could be in the mix right six now. one that's tall that's tall it would be our tallest miss survivor to date <laughs> yes we've never had a six foot miss survivor mm-hmm. all right so nicole with that we're halfway through <laughs> thank god yes <laughs> yes no not thank god it's like Just oh kidding. man we're uh, that's, oh man all the fun is already half over i just, just want to eat dinner Yes. All right. Well, Nicole, how we're talking about people that are talking about I'm going to go days without eating. I'm going to go I think 39 people, days without eating. I think eating. they talk crap. You You're not going to go 39 days without eating. You can't get eating. through this podcast without saying like, I'm hungry. Because I speak the truth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and let's talk about Mike. Mike. Mike Holloway. Yeah. Uh, he is into, he's an oil driller. Uh, this is a true blue collar man. Yeah. He's a, he's a man's man. A man's man. He's a man among men. Uh, that his hobbies are disc golf. I don't know how. There's many- a lot of disc golf. Just in- that's like frisbee golf. What is that? I think that's because like- he's a second person. Yeah, that, I don't know how manly that is. Uh, but that's like when you take the frisbee and then there's like it's the same as golf, but instead of hitting the golf ball, you throw a frisbee. So, are but- you using a a putter? No. So why is it golf? Instead of golf, <laughs> you're gonna throw a frisbee. You said it's just like golf, except that's right. So it's not like golf. It's the same rules as golf. Okay. Instead of hitting a ball with a golf club, you throw a Frisbee. So you're throwing a Frisbee into the hole? It's not a hole. It's more of like a, it's more of like a net, but it's the same idea as golf. It's so not like golf. Yes. It's, it's, it's pretty much the same as golf. (laughs) It's not like golf. It's, it's, it's almost exactly the same. All right. So, uh, in addition to that, uh, he likes running and picking up the ladies. Ha ha. Ha ha! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, Does he say ha ha or did you say ha ha? I, I, he said ha ha! Exclamation yeah. point. All right. Uh, pet peeves. Do you know? You know, one of my pet peeves is when someone writes LOL or ha ha at the end of what something. What should they do to say to say? You, that you shouldn't laughing? need to say anything. You don't need to say anything. Yeah. What about ROTFL? If 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 it's really ROTFL, you don't need to say it. Well, how do you say if you said something that's funny and I want to acknowledge that I'm laughing? If I if you want to acknowledge, that's fine. But if you have to, can I say to you that was very funny? Is it something that you said or that I said? Something you said. No, that's fine. Okay, so if you're saying that you don't like if I'm saying a joke and then I'm adding at the end of my joke, uh, LOL, haha, winky face, you precise. Don't like that. <laughs> okay. Boy, you have a lot of rules. Uh, no, this is a thing. Okay. You seem a little cranky. <laughs> no, it's a thing, I swear. You seem a little cranky. I've said this before on the show, okay. and I believe it was also another preview cast. Okay, probably. <laughs> yes. All right, three words to describe you. Loyal, ambitious, and clever. That's fine. Okay, those right. are good qualities. If you could have three things on the island, what would you be? He says, uh, any ball, because I could make a game out of anything. And you hate games also. Certain games. Most games. Some. Yes. Uh, what's one game you like? Twister. Twist for real? For real. <laughs> uh, did not know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, any ball. He can, he's MacGyverish in this case, but it wouldn't be nice to have a ball. Uh, toilet paper, because it kind of stinks 
rubbing your bum with your hands. <laughs> and uh, that might be the truest thing that was ever said on a bio. That does stink. That does stink. Yes. And uh, number three, toothbrush, because it's uh, refreshing not to have yuck mouth. <laughs> I love Mike. <laughs> yes. Mike should be fun. Mike should be fun. Mike, don't don't tell people you're laughing. Also, uh, Survivor contestant that you're most like. So this was a very nice uh, shout out here. Uh, he says Cochran because he knows the game and how to move pieces. Ozzy because that dude has the best posture of anyone and he's a badass. Also, uh, uh, so Ozzy is, is basically a badass. So um, basically, I'm a badass. And finally, I'm pretty sure badasses don't have good posture. Uh, and Rob because he takes over and gives 110% of everything. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. He obviously meant you. Thank you. Obviously. 110%. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like Josh. Mm-hmm. Hashtag 110%. Yep. Because he knows who you are. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Thank you very much, Mike. All right. Uh, he says he has a never quit attitude. If I have to die, uh, I will. I'll die before I quit. Oh, uh, commitment. He's confident in who I am and what I can and can't do. And the old fake it until you make it applies here. He's a leader. People flock with him. All right. So what do you think? What do we think about Mike with the blue collar people? I like Mike. Yeah, I like him. I think there's a lot to like here. Yeah, I think he's fun. He seems he seems to know the game. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's a, he's an outdoors guy. He's a, he's a man's man. He's a fun dude. Wants to give 110% like me. Yeah. He knows who you are. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I feel like Mike is set up well here again. I feel like I'm saying this with a lot of people. I think he's got everything he needs to survive the part of the game where there are six people, but I feel like the glass ceiling for Mike is when we get to the merge, uh, what's stopping Mike from being the first or second person out after the merge? Yeah. You know, what's stopping Mike? Oh, well, we don't want him to win immunity. So let's vote him out. Yeah. Unless he's just so likable that people don't think that. I mean, there are very few survivors that are of his stature, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like a big, strong guy that they get to the merge and people say, oh, well, he's so likable. Uh, <laughs> I just like that guy. <laughs> yeah. I just like that guy. Now, there could be some of these scenarios. One, uh, the blue collar tribe could really excel in the challenges. Yeah. And that's something we haven't talked about too much. Right. If there's any tribe that's probably set up to do well in the challenges, much like the Braun tribe in Survivor Kagiyan, seems like there's probably going to be strong, the blue strong people here. Could Mike be a person who gets his group together and they stick it I out? I thought you were going to say get his groove on. Well, I I'll ask that also uh, <laughs> when we talk about the the women. Uh, could he now again? He did say that uh, picking up the ladies. Uh, is there a lady there for him to pick up? We talked about Lindsay. Ah, uh, no, not feeling that. No, uh, we talked about Kelly. No, mm, Sierra. Yeah. Hashtag Survivor Boners. Whoa, Nicole. <laughs> It's true for for in general, or you're saying for Mike for this tribe. I think all the dudes are going to have problems. They're going to ha- have problems with achieving or hiding? no hiding. hiding. <laughs> all right, um, so that'll be in- that'll be interesting. Yes, uh, we won't. Be- that won't be interesting to watch, but oh, it will be. Oh, it will. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take some questions about Mike uh, from you guys. Uh, if, actually, uh, Scott, let me know if we have any questions uh, about Mike. Um, but I feel like Mike is somebody who I, I like a lot this season, but I'm worried about him in the longevity. But right now, there haven't been a lot of people. I have faith in Mike. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know why I'm screaming that. All right. Uh, so Scott, uh, Scott's saying he has questions for Mike, but Scott, I don't, uh, I don't see them yet up on my screen. So let me know uh, if, if you got them ready for it. Uh, so finally on, on Mike, uh, let's just see uh, anything else. He says that he, uh, <laughs> his uh, life is constantly changing at work. He has to adapt to what the oil well is doing. Oh, so he's the oil driller. Yeah. Right? He's like Russell Hans. Yeah. Yeah. But so not really. Yes. Uh, maybe he's like the good, the like, uh, I, I don't want to say good as to say that Russell Hans is bad. Uh, I mean to say good, like if Russell Hans is like evil, like the, like the devil yes. angel. <laughs> could he be, could he be a, uh, a, a, uh, kinder, uh, more gentle version of Russell Hans? Yeah. One that could, could win a jury vote. I feel like this is the guy you want to go to the bar with. Yeah. Well, especially uh, if he's going ahead and uh, he's picking up the ladies. Could yeah. Be a wingman. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on from uh, Mike because I'm not seeing uh, the questions uh, showing up for me. But we're going to I'm sure we have a lot of questions here uh, as we move on to talk about. Rodney. Oh, Rodney. 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 Corinne, where are you? Are uh, you? Corinne, come, come. Just come tomorrow. <laughs> we got to talk about Rodney. So I'm getting creeped out just by him. I feel like he's looking at me. Rodney. Rodney should be fun. <laughs> fun? Yes. Uh, Rodney is blue collar from Boston. From Boston. He's Boston. Captain of the high school all-star football team and the basketball team. Again, very Al Bundy-ish. Okay. Um, his inspiration in life is Tom Brady. He's the greatest of all time. He's got three Super Bowl rings. Uh, might want to issue a, a uh, an update <laughs> on this. He's got a wife who's sure 10. Yeah. He loves his line of work and fires me up. Go Pats. <laughs> yeah. I believe he also uh, adds an apostrophe in Pats, which is not, which is not necessary. Uh-huh. He yes. writes, uh, go Pats. P-A-T. All right. So he, he doesn't seem like he takes grammar yes. seriously anyway. Yes. Not, no need for that. Um, so uh, his pet peeves are when guys take kissy face selfies on social media and poor driving etiquette. You don't like that either. I bet. I bet you could find some kissy face selfies on Get the uh, social Google media. Search going on Rodney. Let's see if we have. Yeah, a I bet kissy you could find some. selfie. Um, wh- what three things uh, do you want on the island? One, a cell phone, but if it has service, yeah. So he could take kissy face selfies. Number two, my boys. Duh. And number three, a group of girls. It's a party. <laughs> we got the guys and the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's ever Dude, said before. Like, looking at me it's creepy <laughs> nobody's ever said before hey uh what's what are the three things you want on the island and they answered like a whole bunch of other people yeah because there's not a lot of people yeah i mean the good news for rodney is going to be that uh we're going to get some guys out there and we're going to get some girls out there it's a party yeah it's it's a party uh what do you think about rodney's uh picture that you have here behind you he's sort of like i've never seen a survivor picture before like this he's like crouched down no this is like the jersey shore pose that's the german yeah. jersey shore this one is the, yeah all you need is like this yeah so i feel like um not since rocky in survivor fiji yeah uh i feel like have we had somebody like this yeah i uh, have did we i mean we survived the whole jersey shore era on survivor and i feel like we didn't really get a jersey shore type guy yeah I, yeah you know and in his interview i had a hard time understanding him Yes. He was saying what he wanted to buy. He wanted to buy his mother. Yes. And I thought he was saying that he wanted to buy his mother a male body part. 
what? <laughs> because of what he would, the way that it sounded. <laughs> what, what is it that he wants to buy his mother? A car. A <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. And, and uh, I don't even understand why you would. Because uh, that's what it sounded like, and I had to listen to it a few times. I was like, "What?" Okay. <laughs> All right. We will. We. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, you might have been the only one. <laughs> you not. might have been the only one I, on that. I know I'm not the only one. You might have been. <laughs> you might have been. No. Uh, Survivor contestant, you are most like. The answer. Can't imagine. No one. Nobody's going to play this game. Because he's uh, never like seen it. You're about to see me play. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. So. Unfortunately, we've seen this game several times. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, also, uh, here's another thing. Uh, another sign. Uh, maybe Rodney might not have seen that much Survivor. Uh, he tells us that also he may go down as the best person from Boston all time to ever play this game. Surely. Sure. He, surely he must. Definitely. Yes, Rodney. Because Boston is just a bunch of duds. Hey, Rodney. Smarten <laughs> up. Smarten <laughs> up. You're a Pats fan. You know better. You know, you know better. better. I'm the G-O-A-T. What not does that you. mean? The greatest of all time. Oh. Yeah. And I'm the one. My wife is a 10. And <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to fire you up, smarten up, buddy. So, yeah, Rodney, greatest. He wants to be the greatest. Uh, he's going to be the best person from Boston of all time. He's a contractor also. Yeah. You're, you have a, you come from a, a, a long line of contractors, right? And they're exactly like Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like Rodney is a kindred spirit to you? No, I feel like I know what to expect out of it. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. I and- feel like it would be like my brother playing. Mm, no, your brother is like, I mean, your brother is a family man. Your brother is a family yeah. man. I mean, and he, your brother was never this guy. He, yeah, he was. No, no, that your brother is, it might have aspired to be this guy, <laughs> but your brother's not this guy. He, he had a lot of similarities. Like which Jersey Shore guy is, is Rodney? Um, I feel like he's like the situation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that's that's the case. All right. Uh, lots of questions pouring in about Rodney. Uh, Orange <laughs> Shaw says, uh, does Rodney remind you more of Boston Rob or Drew Christie? Yeah, that's a good question. It's like if they had a baby. Mm, I don't know. I think it's like if Drew Christie had a baby that was born in Boston. <laughs> I, I, I don't think... Look, maybe uh, maybe I'll give you Boston Rob one one point But I'm telling you that this guy is not going to be like a Boston Rob. No, no, I agree with you. 1.0. Yeah, maybe maybe the first one. This is one. before Amber. Like maybe he's the poor man's version of the first bo- version of Boston Rob. Okay. Uh, seriously, does anybody else get a Thad Castle uh, vibe from Rodney? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with the reference. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, but you were a big Blue Mountain State fan, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, Bill Simmons, another great person from Boston. Uh, Rodney will be the winner this season. Do you agree? Hashtag Boston Strong. Uh <laughs> Nicole, do you agree? Absolutely. Uh, are you buying or selling that Rodney will be the winner of the season? I, I think he will be the sole survivor. Yes. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Uh, let's go to John. Uh, John says uh, Eddie Fox was posed like this in Caramoan for his photo. Yes. Oh, well, the AFA, and exactly. If it goes anything like Eddie Fox. <laughs> we we'll have another in, dog bar. We should be in for a treat here. For Rodney. Okay, uh, let's go through from uh, Pat. Tad says, Mike and Rodney kind of remind me of Mikey and Joel from Micronesia. Okay. Um, 
We'll see. Do you think that that it's a good question though? Uh, do you think that Rodney and Mike will get along, or will, will they be bros, or will they be? Uh, I foes? think Mike is going to get along with bros or foes, Nicole. I think Mike will get along with everybody. Yeah. I don't know if Rodney's going to get along with Mike. Uh, that's true. If if Mike steps up and wants to be the leader, and is I think that like could be a problem. A, uh, telling Rodney what to do, I feel like Rodney's not going to like that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that Mike should be able to get along with Rodney. Yeah. All right. Uh, will there be a battle for the love of Sierra? Of Sierra. Um, I think it's possible. Uh, but I feel like Sierra, she's a country girl. I feel like is not going to be into, th- I, I feel like that Mike is more her speed than Rodney. I think, I think that this might frighten her a little. Yeah. I think it's going to frighten a lot of people. <laughs> I think it's frightening everybody. Okay. Uh, let's do one more question. This is from, uh, Josh Foster says, uh, better chance of winning Rodney or Nina. Oh, I think it's Nina and I don't think it's close. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't know if Rodney is a is a first boot, but I, he's a he looks like a strong dude. He's going to do well in the challenges. I don't know if they're going to want to get rid of him. He's so going to do well in the challenges, but is he going to be high maintenance? Is he going to be drama? Is he going to be a Rocky from Survivor Fiji? Like, <laughs> <laughs> do it, I <laughs> do it. Uh, I need uh, I need Josh Wiggler uh, here for this <laughs> and, uh, to do uh, to do a uh, good Rocky voice. Um, just do it. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to go. It's not gonna go. <laughs> All right, but I'm sure we'll do plenty of Rocky uh, throughout uh, the season. Yeah, and plenty of Rodney, Rodney. <laughs> Rocky, and Rock, uh, Rodney. All right, uh, so I think that he could be the first boot. Okay, he could be. Uh, you know, could he be a Ryan Aiken? I think it's possible. It's possible that is within the realm of potential outcomes. Okay. Uh, what's the upside? Give me, let's, let's put our rose color. The upside to up. keeping him? No, the upside of what's the best case scenario. Give me, let's come up with the survivor. That's the best case scenario. I'll say best case scenario for Rodney. Uh, maybe he's like a Maddie from survivor Gabon. I'll give him that's his, that's he made it upside. to the end, right? Yeah. The final four. Does he have final four no. upside? No. If he, what if he's like, uh, like leaves? What if he's because we've seen this before, where survivors act really douchey in their pregame. But he's never even seen and, the show. Yeah, well, I don't think Maddie really saw the show. <laughs> um, but again, I think that was, was Maddie that douchey. I uh, know Maddie wasn't it. Maddie wasn't a douche. Uh. Um, but I think that was a weaker field. I think that yeah. this is going to be a competitive season. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. All right. So. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's move on. Final person in the blue collar tribe. Then we'll be two thirds of the way there, two Nicole. Thirds, okay. All right. One more person in the blue collar tribe. It's Dan. Dan Foley. <laughs> Here he is. It's Dan. You like his beard? I do. Okay. Uh, Dan. He's a technician of postal service equipment. Yes. He he is a jack of all trades, Dan. Yeah. Oh, he's got a lot of jobs. Man. Yes. Uh, he's also driven to a lot of auditions and, uh, we just talking about, uh, survivor Gabon. Yes. He's uh, a fan. This guy, he's from survivor Maine. Yes. Like your uh, favorite. Uh, yeah. Uh, survivor Maine. <laughs> he, uh, survivor Maine is a thing. You laugh. Survivor Maine is a thing. Uh, he's from Maine, uh, like, uh, the great Bob Crowley. And also, uh, he's from the same hometown as the great Julie Berry, great, Nicole. Yes. I've heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Julie Berry. Great yep. survivor. Great, great survivor. Uh, an underrated survivor, I might even add. Yes. She's a, a triple threat, Julie Berry. Is she? Yes. <laughs> yes. So we'll see if Dan can be a triple threat in this game as well. He's my Julie Berry. Yes. You're Julie Berry? <laughs> yeah. You think he's a triple threat? I wish you wouldn't touch the screen. 
<laughs> I wish that you could make your points without touching the monitor. No, but I just, he's, ooh, he's so cute. Yes, okay. Well, Nicole has a crush on Dan. Uh, <laughs> much like Jonas in Nicole's uh, long line of Survivor crushes. I did love sushi. All right. So, uh, favorite sport is uh, if I'm watching football and if I'm playing this guy. I don't get it. <laughs> So the two disc golfers on the same tribe? Oh, they're going to hit it off. And this is I don't think we're, we're going to hear all about disc golf. The Frisbee Golf Alliance. In case you've happening. never heard of it, you're going to love it by the end of the season. Yeah, or hate it even more. play with Dan's hat. Don't touch his hat. Okay. Uh, what does he want to take with him? Deck of cards? A picture of my family to remind me what I'm waiting for? And some disc golf discs to help me bond with my tribe mates and mm-hmm. possibly use the hunt. What does he throw the frisbee golf thing so hard that That's he kills deep. animals? <laughs> what is he like odd job from James Bond? I feel like I can do it. Like you could throw I, a frisbee hard it. enough to kill an I animal. Do it, totally. Oh my God. What are you, Brian Heideck? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, he says he has a uh, a great relationship with his wife. She, uh, she puts up with a lot of tomfoolery over uh, the years. Can you relate to that? I, I can't. <laughs> uh, he's driven probably over 25,000 miles to go to Survivor auditions. I like that. Yes, you like that. I Deter- like that. He's determined. Mm-hmm. Uh, aren't you glad that I already had gotten on Survivor by the time you knew me and I didn't like constantly like try to drive, play like, oh, I'm driving to Vegas this weekend like, to go Rob, audition for Survivor. give it up. Yeah. Come on. The show is Taking I, you. I drive no miles. <laughs> I don't leave this room the whole day. I wake I Can't wake, we have something in the middle? No. No. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I get out of bed, I come in this room, I stand right here all day. What time do you brush your teeth? Uh I like several times a day. <laughs> Many times a day. Then I got then it's For the a, first time. Yeah. First time, like uh five AM wherever <laughs> that's, that's a bunch right of Right when crap. I get started. Right when I get started. So I don't have to drive anywhere. So I'm yeah. saving gas money. You're the guy with the coffee breath invading personal space. No, <laughs> no. For the record, nobody's in my personal space. If there was a person you ever had contact with. Yes. Well, luckily that doesn't happen. Luckily nobody, doesn't. nobody has to know. All right. Uh, so can Dan do it? All right. Does Dan, does he do well? Uh, Dan and Mike for the win. Now, Dan is a bigger guy. Uh huh. Will he be able to? We know it's his dream to get out there. Yes. But will Gary? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, Who is Gary? Don't worry. Survivors. Will Dan? Will Dan uh, go the way of the Papa Smurf, the Mike Barassi? Does he? Is he able to hang in there and not be a pre-merge medevac? I think so. Yes. Yeah. You think he'll be all right? I think he'll be fine. Okay. I think him and Mike are going to be besties. You'd be besties, mm-hmm. and they'll have an alliance. They'll have an alliance, and then uh, who else is in the alliance? Sierra. Sierra's in the alliance. Yeah. So Mike and Sierra showmance. I think so. Plus, plus Dan. Uh huh. Okay. Who else? You need four. Four into six equals in. Yeah. If we get the screen back. All right. Here we go. And then we're going to take questions about Dan. Yeah. All right. I went the wrong way. Um. All right. Four into six equals in. Here. Give me the four. Who's in the four? Okay, so we got Dan, Mike, Sierra. Who is the fourth? Is it Kelly? This is Kelly, right? Uh, no, that's uh, Crazy Lindsay. Crazy Lindsay, yes. Kelly. I'm going with Kelly. Kelly. These four. So now we talked about Crazy attracts Crazy, or yeah. Crazy repels Crazy. Crazy uh, is like magnets. Yes, either it pulls them together or pushes them really far apart. Yep. Uh, Rodney and Lindsay. All right. Does 24 year old hairdresser Lindsay 
and uh, Boston Rodney, are they on the same page? No. On the same wavelength? No. No? No. This is a turnoff, Boston Rodney? I think Boston Rodney is going to be... 24-year-old Rodney, 24-year-old Lindsay. I think that he's going to be have the hots for uh, Sierra. I think that this is this is all he's going to see. What if she's what if he's not her speed? She's a country girl. She's gorgeous. Okay, but what if what if she doesn't like him? She's not going to like him. What if Lindsay likes him? In my head, I feel like it's stalkerish. Hairdresser from Florida, twenty four. I feel like this is a connection, Nicole. Yeah, I feel like you're missing the obvious. Maybe I'm missing it. Okay, all right. Let's take some Dan questions here. All right. Cole Phelps says, uh, I'm glad they brought Mike Morassi back. See? <laughs> See, I told you. Um, yeah, Mikey B. There he is. Uh, Isaac Samoya says, uh, I want to see Dan go far. Well, he that's what he's been doing for the last 10 years. He's been driving very far. Miles. He, went for, he went very far. He's already. gone the distance. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you can write, write off those miles now that this is his uh, work now. Yeah, well, probably in the previous years. In previous years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris Nichols, I'm getting a Philip Shepard vibe from Dan. He may be nice, but he's going to get himself into a uh, no votes final three. No, no, I- no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Is Dominic here? Uh, I feel like uh, he's got a good social game. I don't think he's going to yeah. be. A- I'm not getting a Philip vibe uh, from Dan. I think that he'll be all right in that regard. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Chris Nichols says Dan is like a less savvy, less survivalist Rupert. I mean, basically missing all of Rupert's best qualities. Well, no. he does say he has the good looks of Rupert. Okay. Well, yes. But yeah, then he I'll, also I'll says he has great charisma. So I thought, well, with looks like Rupert, you definitely need charisma. <laughs> yes. That's what I mean to Rupert. He was America's favorite player. Oh, America. <laughs> yes. Kissy Jimenez says, uh, Dan is personally my preseason favorite. Super fans always get my vote for the win. Yeah, I like Dan. I think Dan's going to be fun. I like Dan. Yes. I don't know. More than a friend. More than a friend. Because <laughs> you're a survivor crush. <laughs> All right, so I don't know. I, can this tribe can uh, physically? Uh, lots of people that are fit. We'll see about Dan, uh, but uh, I feel the rest of the people uh, look to appear to be strong. I feel like he could be the puzzle guy. Yeah, can they dominate in the challenges? Could this be sort of like a? I think so. Look at them. They seem. They, this is a physically fit, a tan dang type situation in the good way. Yeah, there's not a lot of good things we say about tan dang. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're feeling, we're feeling overall, good. I think we feel good, better as a group than we do about maybe the individual prospects uh, of these people. If they can stick together, I feel like this core group. Like, look at this Blue bear color. hug we got here. Yeah. Like, that, does that not say alliance? Well, I feel like that, uh, this is a good point. I like what you're doing here, Nicole. Yes. Uh, I like the body language here from and, Mike. He's like grabbing, getting this group together. Like, we, we are a team. Like, so let's go back and look at the. At the wait, no- wait, wait. Go back. Hold on a second. Yeah. Now look at Dan. You know, he's including people. He's touching. He's Kelly. including. He's touching Kelly. Yeah. Uh, nobody's touching Rodney. Well, yeah. You want to get greasy. Uh, and, uh, you know, Sierra has her arm on kind Lindsay's of kind of kind of but kind it's of. really but she's look, more towards mike it's funny because these are the people that we're saying we think mike is going to align with look at him he's got his arm right there around dan and around sierra mm-hmm. and these you, and these guys on the outside look at you mm-hmm. uh that bringing bringing so much to the podcast <laughs> i'm a body language expert a body language expert mm-hmm. yes was it because for the last two weeks i told you that you need to get ready for this 
I've, he's basically given me death threats. I didn't, don't say that. Uh, please don't say that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was very, uh, I bet you got mad at me. You said I was nagging you. I, I don't know if you people could imagine. He can be kind of naggy. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you were doing your homework for this. All right, uh, here, let's go back and then we'll, and then we'll talk about the, the no collar, the, the white collar tribe. All right, here's the no collar, Nicole. Give us the body language. Oh, I already assessment. talked about this body language here between these two. Who is this? What's yeah, his name? That, that was, uh, uh, Judd? Vince. Vince. No, like, Judd is Fabia. <laughs> Vince and the public defender, like they're like all in here. It's like, like even a shape of a heart here. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, this guy, what's his name? Uh, that's Joe. 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 He's on the outside, not really uh, too far in. And then the one girl that we were high on, what's her name? Uh, that is Jen Brown. Jen Brown. She's actually going in. She has her arm around. The rest of them really don't have any interaction with each other. All right. We'll but see. this is this is what we said that she's going to be the standout in in the in the tribe. Okay, all right, Nicole. Here we go. Let's talk white uh, white collar. All right, it's the main the main event. Here we go. White collar tribe coming up. Don't forget, uh, two weeks from tonight. In addition to the Survivor premiere, it's also going to be time to kick off another season of Survivor Know It Alls. We're doing it live, uh, nine forty five. PM Eastern time, six forty-five Pacific after yep. the ninety-minute premiere, and then uh, Jessica Lee will figure out a time to get together and talk about the Amazing Race premiere sometime on Thursday. And uh, I can't believe it's right around the corner. It's crazy. But uh, then it's time to book the first Survivor podcast of the season, which I have not done yet. Well, and so, you better you better get on it. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'll, I'll run another poll uh, somewhere along the way. Uh, I'll get my poll up again and uh, hear from you guys. I'm your poll isn't up yet. Yes. Well, and I want to know from people, who do you want us to book this season? I've been so busy with a move and everything with Miss Survivor yeah. and all of these podcasts. Also, uh, you know, uh, all the shows. So that- we're going to move right before the premiere. Yeah, so you're going to have the new studio just in time. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Let's see. Uh, so though that's all that's coming up. Plus I will speak with the first player voted out of survivor worlds apart coming up on uh, the morning after the survivor premiere yeah. on uh, Thursday, the 26th. Two I have so much tomorrow. to say about this picture right, already. Let's talk about it. Nicole, you're the body language expert. Right. Tell us what's going on first here with all, the white collar tribe. Are they supposed to wear matching colors? Like yeah, yellow? they wear that, that, uh, if I mean, if you haven't uh, been paying attention on Survivor for the last like uh, five years or so, they, they they dress everybody in in the same uh, in the same color. For instance, uh, the blue tribe, blue oh. collar tribe, a lot of <laughs> which look at that, <laughs> a lot of blues. Uh, the red team uh, is going to be wearing a lot of red. Oh. So that's a pattern. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but really that's been going on for, uh, for, for 30 years. Yeah. Not, not all the way through, but it's been a thing for a, for a while on survivor. So the, uh, white collar tribe wears yellow. That's a little confusing. Confusing. That that's what threw me off. That's what what threw threw me off. off. (laughs) All right. White collar tribe. Nicole, tell us, it looks like, look how individual they are. Of the three groups we've seen, uh, this group seems to be the least cohesive in the cast. Very order. individual, except for Joaquin here. He's kind of pulling in, but not having it. Yeah. Interestingly, also, we saw in Survivor Brains versus Beauty versus Brawn, the Brains tribe was the tribe that got off to the slowest start and was the least cohesive group as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that the white collar group appears to, to me to have the best individual players in a vacuum. Which but- collar? White collar. Okay. Uh, what I say? 
I don't know. That's why I wanted to hear. The White Collar Tribe, I think probably in a vacuum, has the best individual players in terms of knowing the game and strategy. That's this tribe. That's this tribe. Mm -hmm. But will they be able to work together? Whereas I think the Blue Collar Tribe is going to be the best team. Yeah. Although individually, I'm not sure that I don't think that uh, those are the best strategists. Here are the best strategists in the game. Are they going to be able to function together? Can as they a work team? together? It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like they can even be together. A year ago, we talked about the brains versus beauty versus brawn. We said this guy Garrett. He's a triple threat. He's strong. He's physical. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's smart. He looks. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll. He wasn't really that social. Uh, it turns out. Um, <laughs> but. What did they do? They voted out their strongest guy first because yeah. they were all playing the game. For, uh, we had too hard, uh, too David fast. Sampson on the first day is like, I'm getting rid of Garrett. He's my biggest competition for the final three. Garrett was going after David Sampson. All this stuff was going on right off the, the bat. Will these the, this tribe, will they learn the mistakes from Luzon and the Brains tribe from Survivor Kagiyan? Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about them individually. All right. Let's start off with Carolyn. Uh, again, a couple of uh, New Yorkers. Did you know she was a New Yorker? Yes. <laughs> yes. Carolyn, uh, she's VP of Learning and Development. I'm not sure uh, where. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not in New York, though. It's in Florida. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, see, she's from Queens, but she lives in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, she Her inspiration in life is Hillary Clinton. She's competitive, funny, and passionate. Uh, she says she wants to play like Sandra because she's two for two. She also loved Denise because she was smart, in good shape, and used psychology background to help her. She was able to hang with Malcolm and the older crowd. She's going to play like that. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Nicole, tell me, what do you think about Queen, uh, about Carolyn from Queens? And uh, can you relate to her? <laughs> Why? Because I'm from Queens? Yes. <laughs> um, I liked her. I'm not a fan of the, like, the New York dropping all the time. Yeah. Like I'm a New Yorker. Okay. Yes. Um I don't like that. Yeah, I feel like the thing about like New York survivors is that I feel like there's a lot of like uh like hey, I'm from New York. What do you want from me? I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to tell it like it is. That's why I think uh maybe people uh, don't like New York. <laughs> no, I just feel like there's not a lot of good survivors from New York and Long Island. Except for and, you. Well, Tom Westman, I think, is probably okay. uh, at the top of the Mount Rushmore of Long Island. I think you're better. New York survivors. I, I think I, you're I better. Disagree. I disagree. Um, but that being said, um, I think there's a lot of like, I got to keep it real. Uh, that's not good on Survivor. Don't keep it real on Survivor, people. And it's not really good in life. It's not really good in life, but it's a, one of your mottos. <laughs> and it's, it sucks for me. <laughs> yes, you have to keep it real. Uh, I'm trying not to keep it so real. Yes, probably. You don't need to keep it that real. Uh, or you don't, have to, you don't have to brag about how you keep it real. Yeah, anybody that's talking about how they're keeping it real uh, tends to be uh, kind of an a-hole. And that's not my thing. I don't like to brag about keeping it real. Yes. Um, Even but, though I keep it real. Yeah, keep it somewhat real. How about that? <laughs> You don't need to keep it that real. You can real. keep it kind of fake. Nobody wants it that real. Mm -hmm. We want a little bit of like a fantasy in it. Like, uh, <laughs> let's think what we want a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Nicole, uh, Carolyn from Queens. Um, I could see this going either way. I could see this going either way also. Yeah. I also feel like people who say I keep it real also just talk crap. Yeah. 
Why will you survive Survivor? Uh, I got the athletic game. No problem. I do not take crap from people. Yeah, New Yorker. I have a positive attitude. I'm very enthusiastic. I can influence people. I've also worked with all kinds of people at all levels and cultures. I'm certified in Myers-Briggs and I teach leadership skills. I'm also funny. So people will gravitate to me as long as you don't piss me off. Well, guess what? People are going to piss you off. Yeah. She says later on uh, why you'll be the sole survivor. She says, uh, I need to keep my queen's attitude in check. Uh, you have to be a leader and know when to make a big move. And look, I'm a New Yorker and good TV. That's a true winner for all. He's not. This is going to be, could go either way. Yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, she is 52. I believe she's the oldest in this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's pretty. Could she be targeted as somebody early on here? No one likes confrontation. Yeah. We don't like that. Uh, could she be set in her ways uh, and want to not uh, go with the flow? She seems to kind of talk both games, I feel like. It's like a lot of um, contradiction. Like she, she knows the game, but yet doesn't know enough that she has to shut up. Yeah, I'm getting from her. I, this might be a little weird. I feel like she's like sort of a uh, tri-state area of muffin. What does Muffin think, though? Like, Who's Muffin? Yeah. She does kind of look... She reminded me of Muffin. Yeah. On, yeah. Upon first glance. Yeah. Roger that. Roger that. <laughs> and so, uh, maybe, you know, you go to the final three and she'll just show up. <laughs> so, um... Shut your mouth, homie G. Shut, yeah, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, homie G. I'm not talking to you. Well, I heard Smarty it. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nicole, uh, what do you think about Carolyn? Could she... Could she go the distance? Like... I could see her being out early. I could see her getting to the finals and being the person that was like, Carolyn, could you just tell me one thing you did in this game that you made one move to get here to the final three and then uh, her being the person that yells at you in the final three and then she gets no votes. I I could also see her trying to keep her attitude in check, but then ultimately in Survivor, you become who you are and then it comes out. Yeah. And then that might be her downfall. That's the beautiful thing about Survivor to me, where the game turns you into who you you are. are. You know, in real life, we have all these trappings and all these things. And I have my position. I have my, Mm -hmm. my, you know, you have your your job or your bank account or your whatever. And you have all these things that, you know, sort of like that you are your trump card that you can fall back on. Do you know who I am? Do you know what I do? Uh, Do you know what I could do to you? And you don't have any of that stuff in Survivor. You really just have the, the clothes on your back and your wits. Yeah. And uh, the hunger and the tiredness and all of the, the elements stress. bring out who the real you is. Yeah. And so it's hard to fake it on Survivor. So yeah. if you are a temperamental person who is going to go off on people, we'll see that. And we'll see that soon. And for Carolyn, I, I don't know if she can hide that for yeah. long. All right. That's my prediction. Let's go ahead and take some questions here. Uh, from you guys and here is uh, JJ Rules uh, Carolyn and Monica has got that Tampa vibe going yeah was that Mon- Monica <laughs> Culpepper yeah they got that Tampa vibe Tampa vibe Brad Culpepper didn't know that was a thing he got that Tampa vibe yeah, going yeah he's got a few things going yeah alright uh, let's go ahead and take another question uh, this is from uh, Chris Nichols uh, Carolyn uh, Muffin VP Get in the back of the limo. Let me drive. She even has a commanding tough as nails walk. Get in the back seat and let me drive. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Carolyn telling people to get in the back seat. Yep. You don't want to tell people to get in the back seat on Survivor. That's bad. That's bad. All right. Uh, Paulino says, I think Carolyn will be like Missy, kind of a good player, but will be seen as a bitch. What do you think? Will Carolyn be a villain, Nicole? I think so. Yeah. I, I do. 
Yeah, it's hard to be, and and again, I don't know what that says about society, but hard to be a woman, specifically an older woman, and call the shots, and then also be seen in a positive light. We've certainly seen it be done. I don't think it's because she's going to call the shots. I think that it's going to be because uh, keeping it real. Yes. All right. Uh, All right. A couple more questions on Carolyn. All right. Here we go. This is from Chris Nichols. all right, hold on. I think that's uh, this is a question about uh, so we're not not there yet. All right, so uh, let's move on to uh, Shireen. Here we go. The call. Yes. Here she is, uh, Shireen. She is a Yahoo executive. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She made Google Calendar the number one online Google cal- online calendar in the world. Uh, she helps take care of her mom financially. Her inspiration in life is Larry David because he's a hilarious weirdo who says and does whatever he wants. He's tremendously annoying. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not annoying, Nicole. He's not. No, I love Larry David. Okay, good. Good. Uh, but you hate Louis C.K. I don't hate Louis C.K. Stop it. <laughs> but you don't think he's funny. He's... Did Louis C.K. ever... I end... liked him on Saturday Night Live. Okay, did he ever end any of his jokes with LOL? He didn't have to. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> You don't do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, she likes field hockey. Uh, her pet peeves are quitters and morons. Oh, she's like Abby Maria. That's <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's competitive, clever, and quirky. Uh, of course, uh, that if she wants uh, three things on the island, uh, they would be a goat or a muffin, uh, a whiskey, and Beyonce. Yeah, because Beyonce would do well on the island. Yeah. Uh, and survivor contestant that you would want. I would want Jay Z. Like. Uh huh. Yes. Parvati? uh, Sandra as a sassy brown woman who doesn't take crap from anybody and Rob Sestrino as a witty sharp know-it-all survivor nerd who keeps tabs on everybody oh la la yes and she actually meant me (laughs) so she's smart she's smart okay Nicole uh, should anybody uh, want to be like me as a survivor contestant yes what about as a person no no (laughs) no as a person too you're a very smart man okay and right. you're, oh, Nicole is in rare form today, and you're and you're very you're very. Oh, sexy. I'm never ending the podcast now. <laughs> this is a oh, pod- so you're, you're a podcast, jerk. Nicole. Where have you been? Where have you been? Oh, uh, stop it, sexy man! Oh, please, we'll go. We'll do two more hours. Keep it up. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> reason for being on Survivor: I want to win the ultimate social game, my favorite game in the world. Uh, seems to be a lifelong Survivor fan. Yes, she knows who you are. Yes, yeah. Nobody who's uh, not a fan knows who I am. <laughs> we know this. A lot of people who are a fan don't know who I am. That's true. It's a sad fact. All right. They need to get with it. Let's talk about this, Nicole. Uh, what are you thinking about Shireen? I was kind of on the fence until she name dropped you. Yes. And now she's a winner. I really liked her in her video. <laughs> no, I, I thought she was good. I thought she was very fun in the video. Mm. No, she was. Um, it's, it's funny because I feel like this picture of her doesn't is, is really different than what she was in the video. Yeah. What do you think of the video? I feel like she was more fun here. She seems kind of like professional. Yeah, you don't like this picture. I think I don't want to knock the picture, but it, it's, you could knock a picture. I think she looks very pretty, but she seems very professional and just not as, not as fun. She's trying. She's being. Uh, she's trying to pose for the picture. You, you calling her like. a poser? <laughs> Look, John Fincher is a poser. Is Shireen a poser? I really liked her in the video. I thought. She no, was, I thought the video I, was. I good. thought she was very. She was very fun in the yeah. in, in the video. I agree. Um. So. I feel like she's fun. She says she can't go without sleep, though. 
The sleeping can, can go either I can way relate. on Survivor, though. Sometimes, um, like, some people just can't sleep on Survivor. I was a good sleeper on Survivor. But I have a problem sleeping? I don't think... I, you, I've seen you fall asleep on an airplane, like, with a barking dog uh, on you. <laughs> something like... I don't... Like, uh, although as you've gotten older, you've gotten... Uh, you're a worse sleeper. Well, it's because now we have uh, the baby. Yeah, but yeah. some people... If you could sleep anywhere... Like, there's some people that really need their sleep and could just go to sleep standing up. Yeah. There's other people that need to be sleeping and they need uh, conditions to be perfect. I don't know how she's going to be. Yeah. But no, I really liked her in her video. And yeah. I'm, I am a concern. Here's my concern. I'm not sure how she is going to be in the challenges. And if we're going to vote out one person here from this group, uh, who's going to like, I'm not sure how athletic well, uh, she is. She likes field hockey. In fairness, I don't think a lot of this tribe is athletic. Okay. But that means that puts a premium on the athleticism. So yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, hard to really get a sense of. I feel like there's a lot of puzzlers. Yes, which is good, you know, but a lot of these challenges are, okay, here, go through the obstacle course, swim out, get that bag of puzzle pieces. And eventually get to the puzzle. eventually get to the puzzle. But if you're losing by so much, it's not going to matter. Also, though, with uh, three tribes, it's going to be, of course, two out of top two out of three is not going to go to tribal council. Yeah. So you just got to not be the just worst. Just don't be, don't suck. Don't be the worst. Yeah. But can they uh, hang in there enough to not be the worst? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The oh. other two, t- other two tribes seem pretty strong. Let's take some questions. Physically. All right. Alex G. Shireen uh, wants a muffin along with a goat with six older mom goats in the last five seasons. Is a muffin the name for an older woman goat? Uh, what does muffin think though? Who's like- muffin? No. Um, I'm not. Ex- I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure what the reference is. Of course, we talk about muffins on here. Um, was the name of the goat on How I Met Your Mother muffin? Oh, I'm I not don't sh- know. Uh, let me know that in the in the chat room. But uh, I'm not sure exactly what she's talking about—a goat or a muffin. I don't know if it's our muffin that she's talking about. But Carolyn could be a muffin. Yeah, she could be a muffin. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then, as far as uh, a couple more questions. Uh, this is from Mark Deal. I love Shireen. She's my preseason pick. I believe she could go far. What do you think, Rob? I think she could do well, too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I also think she could do well. And it really is going to uh, come down to can can she get through? She's like one of these people. If she makes it to the merge, she's going far. Yeah, she's she could. She, she has Sandra upside. And she she's very well spoken. She's intelligent. Yes. I think that this is a, this is a threat. She's smart and a Survivor fan. Can she make it 21 days and get to that merge? Yeah, I think so. That's going to be the question, I think. I say sure. yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Chris Nichols says, oh, weirdos might weird themselves out of the game. Uh, Shereen might be the Igor to Carolyn's uh, commanding Dr. Frankenstein. Okay. okay. Uh, could she pair up with Carolyn? Oh, that would be a good, I think. Yeah. I think so. Um, what I said just didn't make sense. That would be a good. That would be a good. <laughs> All right. Again, the magic number is going to be four. We'll keep that in mind yes. when we get to uh, looking at the tribe. Uh, and let's see. Oh, I thought she had a nose ring. It was just dust. <laughs> yeah. And Jacob Croc says, uh, if Shireen goat muffin comment, a Missy reference. We're not sure. We're ready. We'll ask her one day. Mm-hmm. We'll ask her one day. We but- will have the opportunity. Let's keep going. All right. Nicole, here we go. It's time to talk about. So. So what? So Kim. So what? Who cares? So Kim. That's what. That's what. A lot of pretty, pretty faces on this, on this uh, season. So just wants to have fun. 
Uh, now, did you know this? Uh, so was one of the contestants for Survivor San Juan del Sur, and I believe it was her sister that uh, had was not cleared by medical. This was? Yes. Ah, I did not know that. So. How do you know? Because I know. <laughs> oh, because no, you're a know-it-all. Yes, I am. That I am. I know. I'll prove Believe it me. Two weeks from tonight. Believe me, I know. Yes, I. Not only am I a know-it-all, I'm uh, the best know-it-all. Well, some people would argue. Some people would argue, but I am the knowingest know-it-all. Rob's the best know-it-all. Stephen should have never made that call. Yes. Did you know that? <laughs> wow, sir. Yes, you didn't know I had that. All right. So uh, here's, uh, so she is a department store buyer. What does that entail, Nicole? You're a, you're a department store buyer. I, right? I am a buyer, yes. She's the one who buys the stock of the clothes or the Not merchandise. Not a J buyer, right? Ooh. Ooh, don't get me started. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's the one that buys stock of whatever store it is. is she, okay. Uh, her pet peeves are indecisiveness. Princess attitudes, narcissism, procrastination, losing, and complacency. Yeah. Okay. Um, Survivor contestant that you're most like. She's a combination of Ozzy uh, because he is physically capable, agile, a bit self-righteous. That's true. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, self-righteous? Uh, a little bit. Parvati. Okay. She admits it. Uh, she's cute, fl- uh, flirty, and coy. Is Parvati cute or hot? I've seen poverty both. Both. Yeah. Both. And Cochrane, self-deprecating, paranoid, and devious. Okay. That's okay. a, that's a, um, a good-looking, nerdy combination. Yes. Um, reason for being Soul Survivor. Uh, reason to be on Survivor. I want to win and become the legendary female Soul Survivor who made big moves and didn't play it safe. Got to make big moves. All right. Uh, Nicole, tell me about So. What do you want to know? Uh, how do you think she's going to so. do? <laughs> uh, again, so I feel like it's very much in the same boat as Shireen. Yeah. I feel like she could be very, I feel like she could be very good. I feel like she has a uh, upside. She I, seems uh, this, sharp. This big moves thing is just not sitting well. Yeah. You don't like the You don't like the big moves. Well, not that I don't like big moves, but yes. I don't think you should go into the game saying I'm going to be, you know, doing big moves. Yeah, I know. But sometimes people also just say it because it sounds good to say. Because it sounds good. Uh, yeah. Lack of food is going to be hard for so. I can understand that. Yeah. And because you're having a lack of food, right? Right now. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> can you make it through the rest of the podcast? I, I, I don't don't have a choice. Okay. All right. So um, she has a hard time trusting people also. You got to trust people. I, I know there's, there's like, uh, you know, two sides of this where it's like, you can't trust everybody, but you got to trust somebody. But I think that's a good thing to have because then she's, she's always going to, you know, be cautious and not fully in bed with somebody. Whoa. Not literally. Okay. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know. She's, uh, I think, next to Joaquin. Yeah, let's take some questions on uh, So, okay? Uh, here is uh, Chris Nichols. So scares me. Can't see anything offending about her except her constant smiling. Smart without acting. She has acting. nice teeth, too. Huge threat. So I think scares him in a good way. Like, So could go far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so again, so could, be, so could be good, and she could be, you know, out first out of this group. Yeah. Yeah. She talks a lot, though. Uh-oh. Okay. So uh, you don't want to talk too much. You don't want to talk too much. You don't want to talk too much. Um, Especially in this group of really smart people. Yeah. Um, she says uh, last year she turned 30. She went through a divorce. She it's life-changing She moved for her. across the country and changed jobs. It was simultaneously one of the best and worst years of her life, and she's a stronger person for it. Okay. Yeah. So she's an optimist. 
uh, so is an optimist. Yeah. We yeah. like that. So that's that's good. Uh, I'll tell you uh, another person that went through a divorce uh, before they went on Survivor. That was uh, Kim, Kim uh, Sprudlin. And check out how that uh, ended. And she's also Kim. And she's married now. Yes. And she also worked in some sort of fashion related industry. Wedding dress, dress is fashion. Wedding dress is fashion. I guess so. Yes, that's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so Scott has to uh, re- restart to get the questions uh, back up. So let's move on. Let's talk about some of the uh, white collar guys. Okay. Let's let's talk. Let's start about this. Uh, let's start here with Tyler. Tyler Fredrickson. Okay. First of all, just by looking at him. I would not believe the person that he actually is. Yes, why? You feel like his look is not consistent with who his, uh, his personality is? Um, I wouldn't have thought that he would be as douchey as he is. Oh, you think he's douchey? I think he's douchey. You think he's douchey? Why? Because mm-hmm. he's a former uh, CAA agent? Um, <laughs> that's, that's not particularly why, but he just... Did, he, did you see that in the video? Like He was the only one that was like glamour shots also where he's like, <laughs> I did not see that. I did not uh, yeah, check that it out. It happened. All right. So uh, let's talk about Tyler Fredrickson. He's a former kicker uh, in the, that he played, I believe, for USC. And he won. He won the game. He did won, you know he that? He won the big game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he w- but he went out on his own. Uh, and uh, he went to go work at CAA. And now he's trying to get his own things off the ground. That's the entertainment uh, thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, his inspiration in life is Steven Spielberg because he was uh, succeeded by uh, convincing everyone at Universal uh, that he was a director before he ever was. And he his hobbies are doing what others won't, traveling and dressing up as a bearded hobo, and jumping out at children in downtown Pasadena. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's a, I do that. That's fun. <laughs> you do not. Yes. Yes. Like, if he jumped out at, my, at Dominic, I would punch him in the face. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way uh, to get yourself on uh, some sort of like Megan's Law list. Seriously. <laughs> dressing up as a bearded hobo and jumping out at children in Pasadena. I would drop kick him. I feel like if I was in Pasadena, I think I would like put up signs of Tyler with a beard on him and say, please watch out for this man. <laughs> Like I would be pissed if like, I was somewhere with Dominic and somebody dressed up as a bearded hobo and started shouting. Sir, I, I would really assault him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, they asked him pet peeves are uh, quitters, apathy, people with horrible work ethic and whiners. Yeah. Okay. Um, he also said that if you could have three things on the island, you have scuba gear because he can't get enough of the ocean. He also said that he would want a bottle of Cabernet because it's a great sunset drink with a girl. Uh-huh. And uh, big on nostalgia, so get him a camera. Uh-huh. Uh, Survivor contestant that you're most like, Boston Rob, because I'm a flirt with relentless passion to win and will cut my tightest ally at the last minute. So does he flirt with the mom after he scares the crap out of the child? I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, uh, that why you'll survive survivor, he says, coming from a top agency, I survived alone. The dragons and snakes daily. I was dealing with the largest and most insecure egos in town. Everyone was the best, the brightest, and most beautiful, even when they're not. You could abhor them, but it was done with a smile so that they had no idea. That's Survivor. Yes. I feel like he's survivor describing entourage. Maybe himself. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. This is one of the people I'm also uh, on the short list for looking forward to hearing we're what so, We're so here. 
Why, you want to hear what Corinne has to say? Well, that too, but we're so here on, on our contestants. Yeah, I feel like Tyler, uh, I'm concerned about I would vote upside. him out. I'm voting him out now. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to uh, connect with people. I feel like he's talking the talk. I'm not sure. I don't even he's think he's talking the talk. Walking the walk. Let's keep it real. Okay. Uh, I've got a, uh, a couple of questions uh, coming in. Uh, so... This is from, okay, hold on. Let me just uh, get this up on, on the phone. Uh, this is from uh, Jason Brown, who says, I think Haley was talking about Tyler in a pregame talk. She described the curly hair, blonde hair guy. I think as quiet he's more stoic. red. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's more of a ginger. Uh, could be. Could be. That's going to be, that's tough to overcome. Mm-hmm. Tough. Like a ginger? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kai's Cochran. Yeah, and he won. And he won. Took two tries, but he won. So he could be. I feel like this guy is sort of like if Stephen Fishback and Cochran uh, had a baby. Yes, totally. Yes. And so uh, we'll see if he's going to be able to uh, to do it. You think if they had a baby, the baby would be cocky? Cochran. <laughs> cocky. <laughs> Cochran. Uh, it's like, is that like fishy and Cochran? No, I mean, together? like seriously, like cocky. If, if Stephen and Cochran had a baby, would their baby be cocky? Because he's cocky. I don't know. I think that uh, Cochran has a little bit of swagger. He, well, only si- sp- only since he's moved to LA, and since he won the game, yeah. yeah. So you haven't you haven't spent a lot of time with him since, I've spent uh, enough since he's won to know since he's won. All right, uh, and then uh, let's go ahead and get another question here about Tyler. But first, says Tyler seems like he's trying too hard to convince us he's interesting, but he seems like a dud. Oh no, so I don't think he's trying too hard. I think that he's just kind of douchey. I don't know. I don't know if he, I wouldn't say he seems like a dud either way. But I could see. Uh, I can see it going either way for Tyler. I see it going one way. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's with the three men on this tribe. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they interact. Like, I almost feel like with this group, maybe the women could get together. And, if the women are smart, they sh- they should. Like, this could be a tribe where, and much like in the original Brains tribe, where it ultimately ended up happening where the three women got on the same page. Yeah. And then got to decide that Garrett was going to go home. Yeah. That I think you could see the three women here in the white collar tribe decide, uh, okay, which of the three guys do we want to take with us? Yeah. Um, and that could be how it plays out. Yeah. And ultimately saying like, hey, look, um, if we don't like you and we don't like you, okay, fine. We're going to keep going to tribal council, but eventually we're going to switch and we'll yeah. be fine. So I don't know. That could be uh, a fun way to see how that plays out. All right. Chris Nichols says, uh, Tyler looks too smart. He'll make the merge and then arouse his suspicions. Rob, you're the exception. Well, <laughs> again, I don't know. I don't know how smart I looked. Uh, we'll see. I think that might be uh, part of the part of the charm. I don't look that smart. <laughs> don't have glasses. Yeah, this, this thing is hurting me. Okay, uh, you don't. You could take it off. We're not. You don't, you, I don't uh, need the well, you. Oh, that you need the microphone. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and actually, yeah, you should put the microphone back on so we can hear you talk. Uh, but you don't need to wear both the headphones. Yeah, we're you know we're not going to hear you. It that hurts. Much. Okay. All right. Uh, one more Tyler question, and then we'll move on. Okay. No, I just look silly. Travis says, "I feel like Tyler's a cross between Cochran and Aris. No, Cochran and Steven. Yeah, Cochran and Steven. He's not doing yoga. Yeah, he needs some yoga, I think. Okay, Nicole. All right, here's what I want to hear from you. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Joaquin. 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 He's from Valley Stream, New York, Nicole. You're neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yes, he's a marketing director. Uh-huh. Uh, he's an alpha male, self-described. Yes. Uh, he says he has the attention span of a goldfish, much like you, Nicole. Yes. His inspiration in life is Derek Jeter. Uh, because of his dedication, finesse, and choice in women, of course. You know, I've known some skanky women 
personally who have had sex with Derek Jeter. So take that. How dare you? <laughs> take that. How dare you, Nicole? Yes. All right. Uh, reason for being on Survivor. I'm taking my talents to Survivor to show the world my athletic skills and relentless win to uh, will to win at any cost. Obviously. Obvi. Obvi. And you said obvi. No, I see. He said <laughs> okay. obviously. I shortened it. Um, and they asked him, Survivor contestant that you are most like. I'm not like any previous contestants. <laughs> it's the first time you'll ever see anyone like me. I promise you'll enjoy this. So Joaquin and Rodney give identical answers to this question. Yeah. And what do we always say about Survivor? The Survivor contestant that says, oh, there's never been anybody like me. We've seen this before. There's been 430 yeah. Survivors. Yeah, there's at least one. There's somebody that's like you. Yeah. And there might be another person like you on the season. Yeah, he's on the other tribe. Yeah. All right. Talk to me. Uh, there was somebody like you on last season. His name was Drew Christie also. <laughs> All right. So tell me about Joaquin, Nicole. Douche alert. Douche Uh-oh. alert. Uh-oh. Rear, rear, rear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Nicole, do you think that Joaquin, first off, uh, uh, what about Joaquin on the, on the white collar tribe? Does he strike you as white collar? What does he do? Uh, he's a marketing director. Of something. I don't know. He was wearing what a suit. There he is. There's oh, and he's got you. Chinese Chinese yeah. writing or what on his What do you think like, it says in Chinese writing on his chest? Can I'm, we, a, I'm a douche. I'm a douche. Is <laughs> that in Chinese writing? Um, does anybody read? Uh, may I get me Dan Liu on the phone. I want to get a. Uh, yeah. I, I want to get a translation. I of bet what Dan Liu has the same tattoo. Does Dan Liu have the same tattoo? <laughs> yes. Get me Dan Liu or Matteo or John Robert. I, yeah. need, I need a survivor that speaks Chinese. Yes. Uh, and get him to translate. What does it say on Joaquin's chest? Mm. Uh, again, Corinne, where are you? I, all right. First of all, I, I feel like Corinne would want to have sex with him. Okay, well, look, Corinne, <laughs> that's the thing about Corinne. She's going to have a take that you don't necessarily see coming. No, You're, I see it coming. You're calling it. Yes. I mean, he's a, he's a handsome man. But Corinne has weird taste, I feel like. that she, Michael Jefferson was uh, very high on her list. John Rocker was high on the list. How tall is Joaquin? That's really a, that's a deciding factor. All right. We'll, we'll ask Corinne when, when yeah. she gets here. Anyway, so, Nicole, uh, he also, like, uh, this really threw me off. Uh, he's like... Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, it goes on. Yeah, he t- says in his video, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm a Leo... And I'm the definition of a Leo. <laughs> like uh, any guy that's talking about their astrological. He's science, into astrology. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. What year is it? <laughs> talking about astrama Leo. Like, uh, unless you're a Leo DiCaprio. Which you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stop it, Joaquin. Yeah. Um, could Joaquin be this season's Garrett? I think still Rodney is the Garrett. Yeah, but I don't think that blue collar is going to lose the first challenge. Yeah. Could I think white collar goes to tribal council before blue collar? I think that, yeah, he's in a really sticky situation. Hold on. Where <laughs> he's a big standout on his tribe. Situation. Yes. He's a very big standout on his tribe. And if they lose, yes. which they're going to. Yes. Do you see Mr. Survivor upside for Joaquin? Um,. No, 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 no. I mean, he should, but I don't think your listeners will vote him. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to try to take control. I think the women are going to suss this out. I think he's first out on the yeah. on the brains tribe mm-hmm. uh, and on the white Although collar he's, tribe. He's very pretty. 
All right. All right. Just saying. Yes. I think he's got a little bit of an Orlando Bloom uh, thing going. I feel like if he would just not say the things that he says and just stood there like this, he'd win. Yeah. No, he's got a little bit of like, uh, if... Like if... uh, If he kept his thoughts to himself. Yeah. Like maybe... Uh, if instead of like, uh, if Jon Snow, instead of going to the wall, like went to like the wall street, <laughs> like, I think that maybe, uh, it could be, uh, he what, does what have king? some Jon Snow ish. Can we leave the screen on? Yeah. Thank little, you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's take your questions here. All right, here we go. Uh, this is from uh, Chris Nichols. Joaquin's strategy will be to be a uh, douche nugget his way through challenges and then be condescending in his social game. Yay. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, just a shh. He'll talk. be good TV. He'll be good TV, Joaquin. He'll, however he goes out, it will not be quietly. <laughs> he will not go down without a fight. Yes. He will not go quietly into the night. Yes. Yes, it will be. And, and soon we'll, we'll have our Independence Day from Joaquin. <laughs> All right, keep going. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go to Rachel. Rachel Coper. Uh, is this an act or is he going to be like Spencer or is this like what we're going to get? Um, uh, I think that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Spencer has zero chance of winning this game. Oh, shut yes. your mouth. Uh, no, I think this is Joaquin. I think, I think uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you really like, uh, you know, if you're the, you know, Joaquin from Valley Stream. I don't know if you're playing a character. Like, I don't think he's putting on a uh, a face for us. Well, it kind of is a character, but it's real life. Yeah, this is real life. This is real. This is real. It's not a drill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but first is which train wreck will be more fun to watch, Joaquin or Rodney? Yeah. Which train wreck team are you? Are you Team Rodney or are you Team Joaquin? I'm Team Joaquin. I'm Team Rodney. Hey, I'm Team Rodney. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Rodney. Well, I think that Rodney's going to self-destruct. Who'll be the more fun train wreck? I think Rodney will be much more fun to watch. Yeah. Three years. I think he's going to get a lot of Dodo music. Three years from now. Who's the survivor that we're remembering? Is it Rodney or is it Joaquin? I don't think so. I think you're (laughs) thinking with your eyes, not with your brain. Okay. Uh, Let's go to uh, Chris. It says, Joaquin reminds me of a dumber, ruder Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. He does. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm still going to go with Jon Snow. Yes. Shh. Okay. Kissy Jimenez says, Joaquin is like a mix between Rocky from Fiji uh, and Jay Byers of One World uh, with a squeaky uh, voice. I think Rocky is more of Rodney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that, well, and you're saying this is Jay Byers? In some ways. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even start. I won't even start. <laughs> Um, Adam says, uh, I can see so and Joaquin pairing together. Some of the things on their bio are similar. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, uh, so I could kind of see that too. You think that there could be a, a so-mance between, a so-mance. I between like it. Joaquin and I do. So? I do. Interesting. I feel like so is like down to party. She kind of likes these bad boys. He's yeah. successful. And you don't think it'll be bros before so? What bros is there? He could be bros with Tyler or Max. No, they're, so not, you think they're not bros. You think it'll be so before bros? I think I think so. So, I, so Mance. So Mance. So before bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll see. All right. Let's do uh, one more question with Joaquin. Uh, okay. Uh, also, uh, Chris, uh, very active tonight. Yeah. Says, uh, <laughs> I feel like Joaquin frequently asks women if they want to buy tickets to the gun show. I don't think he's. I want to buy tickets to the gun All show. Right, easy, <laughs> easy. 
Take it easy. All right. Just kidding. Yes. All right. And last Just but not kidding. least. I like my. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're, lo- you're, lo- you're, lo- you're lo- you were doing so good. <laughs> I am you were not doing say so what I was good. Say. Yes. All right. Let's go to uh, last but not least. Certainly. Here he is. Max Dawson, survivor professor here in the White Collar Tribe. Uh, He's now a media consultant. He's a former uh, survivor professor. Why is he no longer a survivor professor? Because now he's a media consultant. That uh, I don't... I don't think uh, that they, they tell you why they make I'm, all I'm just curious. I'm curious. Okay. Uh, his claim to fame, he taught the college class on Survivor. Nicole, uh, what if you had to take a college class on Survivor? Would that be a Is good it, or bad experience Nicole now or Nicole in college? Either one. I feel like now I'd, I'd that easy A. Easy A. Easy what A if you now. were in college? No, I would. And slept. you would go and you would study. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Or would you just take your homework home and make me do it? We know each other. Sure. Yes, I would make you do. It. I would take it just so you can do my homework. All right, uh, Matt Sp- uh, Max Dawson of uh, three words to describe: outspoken, brilliant, and bearded. Uh, oh, are you down with OBB? I'm not down with OBB. <laughs> uh, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be? A black cat, no matter how rough things get. Petting a black cat makes me feel better. Is Max Dawson a, a, a warlock? <laughs> <laughs> that is a little weird. <laughs> it's a little odd. Uh, also, uh, a bunch of kale. Kale is a, the food of the gods. Max Dawson likes kale. Does he feed it to his black cat? I'm not sure. And a tin of beard wax. Uh, because I'm starving on the island doesn't mean I don't want to look fresh. Is uh, Max is Dawson... Is that a thing? Is Max Dawson FTD? <laughs> is beard wax a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. People wax their beard like they do their hair? Yeah, I think it's sort of like... Oh, know, I, sort I didn't know this. The, keep the beard uh, in, in, like, in line. Uh, also, uh, Survivor contestant you're most like, Jonathan Penner. We're both opinionated, outspoken, truth-telling Jews who make our living with our words. Like him, I love Survivor and all that it stands for. I believe that the game deserves to be honored by the individuals who are fortunate enough to play it. Well, that Max is one hell of a guy. Buy that guy some kale. <laughs> and a black that, cat. And a, get him a black cat. That's 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 just that's great. He's one of the good guys, not one of the bad guys. Thanks, but thank you, Penner. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes. Uh, why you'll survive, survivor? I because of my laser-like focus, confidence, conviction, and level-headedness. Oh, did I mention I taught a college class on Survivor? Now, I thought this was the most interesting thing from Max's interview, and I, and I had wondered this about him. Uh-huh. Uh Was that Max teaches the class about Survivor. Max is somebody who's uh, very well known in the Survivor community, as we've known. Have you, have you met Max Dawson? I have. Okay. I have. Uh, what, like what, a finale or something? Mm-hmm. And what was your impression? He was so different than what we see here. Why? How is he different? I would not de- describe him. If I was describing him from what I met, I'd say, oh, he's a really nice guy. He's quiet. Yes. Um, Are you getting a villain vibe from all this? Total villain vibe. Is it the beard? It's the beard, it's the words, it's the stoic face, it's the attitude. Like, this is not the man that I saw. <laughs> yes. Uh, could it be a Spencer type thing? Like, do you feel like, is this posture pregame? And no, look not- at this face. This yes. is, this, that's not the face of someone faking. I know. I thought this was really, really interesting. Uh, again, from his video, where I thought, like, well, he's not going to tell people he taught a college class right. about Survivor. Seems like he's going to tell people. But it seems like he's a fan of the show. He should know not to do that. Well, I've, you know, this has been a thing that, uh, and 
Yeah, uh, over the, over the summer, I was uh, uh, trading emails with uh, with Ken Raskoff, who was a guest on, a guest on the show uh, a couple months months back about Frankie Grande. Of like, if you're a Frankie Grande, are you better off just like on the first day? Like, hey, by the way, uh, you know my sister's Ariana Grande, or I'm uh, John John Rocker. I'm a ba- I'm a former baseball player. I had some controversy in my past yeah. or whatever. Or I'm Cliff Robinson. I'm a like we've seen so many people for so long fake it. Are you better off? I mean. There's very little chance that somebody knows, like, hey, that I know that. I is, think that's that this good. is different, where he could totally get away with not telling anybody. I think he could get away with this. Yes. Um, I think he could say, I'm a college professor. Like, uh, if yes. So, if so, what if, do you and teach? And if somebody says... History. Yeah. If somebody says at, at some point, like, hey, did you ever teach a class about Survivor? It's like, yeah, I actually did. How do you know? Yeah. Um, I, so I think he could, like, uh, he could, like, tell the truth and not uh like be seen as you'd ever told us so he says in his video that i'm going to save the lives for the important things down the road of hidden immunity idols and, yeah. and stuff like that so do you think is that a mistake to come out and tell people i taught a college class about survivor now again he's going to be probably telling that to people who are also uh big fans of survivor and if they are big fans they would know that that's dangerous. Yeah, in a in a post Cochrane world. Yes, danger. You think it's dangerous? Yeah. It could it really it could go it could go either way. I think that along with this person that we're seeing, I mean, I think that that's that's not a good recipe. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it's t- it's tr- could be tricky. Yeah. Could be tricky. Now, I do think of the three guys here. Mm-hmm. If the women get together, I think that the guy who is going to be able to relate to the women in this group the best uh-huh. is is Max, other than Tyler, who could be a douche, and Joaquin, yes. who could be a douche and a jerk. Um, I don't think Joaquin's going to be a jerk. I think that I think that he's got All right, charisma. He, All right, either of either of Joaquin and Tyler are giving off potential douche, potential jerk, yeah, uh, vibes. Alpha male. Yes, like both of those guys totally uh, are sort of like different sides of the same coin. Yeah, like, I, I hear you. One is like sort of like a um, you know, he could be like a really douchey, like uh, like high class guy and then the the uh Joaquin could be kind of douchey uh sort of like you know more uh average guy more long more, here how about this how about this <laughs> uh the Tyler could be a douchey west coast guy and Joaquin could be douchey east coast guy yeah that that's a good way to put it yeah yes and uh i think that Max could be the guy that is able to work with the, you know, Shireen's and so's and Carolyn's. Okay. He's an educated guy. He could talk, he could talk through it. So if the women stick together, he could be the fourth person. He could be out of the women. Yeah. Um, but later in the game, when everybody's like talking and it's like, uh, you know, if, if here's the thing about like what Max is going to, is going to tell people if he makes, uh, if he does anything shady, then, yeah. He's like he has no margin for error. Like he has oh, no margin for like, error. He's the super fan. That's a, yeah. That's, this guy is that, dangerous. That he's a class so smart. Survivor. Like it, it, like if he's exposed instantly, it's like okay, we got to get rid of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough tough line to walk. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about uh, questions about Mr. Max Dawson. All right. Uh, Grant Shepard says uh, I can see a powerful alliance between Max and Tyler. That's two. That's two though. Yeah. 
And if you're the women, uh, if Max and let's say Max and Tyler get together on day one, uh, like are two of the women going to join with them or are the women going to stick together? I, don't know, I see Tyler and Joaquin. Tyler and Joaquin. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I see. All right. Um, so Max is my pick to win right now. He looks like Kenny from Big Brother Canada. That's from <laughs> uh, uh, the My Eater. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, he said in, in his video, he's like, you know, a lot of people know me in the Survivor community. People know I'm a Survivor fan. A lot of people want to see me fall uh, flat on my face. I think that's why Max Dawson has the beard. In case he falls uh, around cushions, his face. Cushions. That's like an yeah. airbag. And then the wax. The wax yeah, really protection. cushions it too. That's a lot of protection yeah. uh, in Smart. case anybody falls on their face. All right. Uh, this is from Cameron Lydon. Can we see a new Survivor archetype in Max Dawson? I'm not sure exactly what that archetype would be. I mean, there's only one guy who's a survivor professor. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen people uh, who are like uh, Cochran, who are big fans of the show. Um, so I'm not sure exactly. I think we need to see him play yeah. to establish yeah. uh, him as a new archetype. Okay. Uh, so uh, Jeremiah Yap says, I think that both Max and Shireen could be threats to each other, both being super fans. Who do you think goes further between the two? Here's the thing. I, I think that uh, if I had to, if you had to tell me which one of them goes out pre-merge, I would say that the answer is going to be Shireen. Which one of them goes further into the game? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Who, who would go out first? I would say Shireen. But who has the better chance to go further in the game? I would say Shireen also. Like, I think that her on her range of expected outcomes, I think that if she goes, if she gets voted out, I think it's before the merge. Mm-hmm. But I think she probably wins the game more times in the simulator than Max does. Yeah, all right, I, I hear does that makes sense. It, Did I lose it, you? No, it does make sense, but it also makes you sound silly. Makes me sound silly. <laughs> yes. Why? Because you're picking her to win and lose. Because I think that she's the kind of person like like a Sandra that if a lot of times she'll get voted off before the merge, but if she makes it to the merge, a lot of times she'll win the game. I, I hear what you're saying. Why does that make me sound silly? Because you're saying she's going to make the merge, but not make the merge. Nicole, that's a that makes a lot of sense <laughs> okay. what I said. Okay. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. It just you're actually I am saying that. Okay, well, <laughs> let us know in the chat room if I'm making sense or not. I hear what you're saying. All right, uh, Angie wants to know, should Max uh, tell everyone he's a construction worker, the great Angie Kantz? No one's going to buy that. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a professor. I teach a class about Survivor. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yes. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, Mark Deal. Says, I'm envisioning an alliance between uh, Shireen, Max, and Carolyn. That would be good. Shireen, Max, and Carolyn. That would be good. I would see it being so more than Carolyn, but I could see it. I'm still going with the show with the Somance. Somance. Yeah. Somance is the case. All right. Uh, John Johnson says, I think everyone is expecting too much from Max on a six-person tribe, a super fan that overestimates their abilities and underestimates the unpredictability of the game isn't making the merge. However, uh, I could see that being the case in a lot of in a lot of tribes, but in this tribe. Max is going to be the least offensive of these three guys. I think he'll be offensive in different ways. I think that if if he's going to be cocky, I think he'll be cocky to the camera. He'll be cocky and confessional. Uh, you disagree? I disagree. You think, 
you're being blinded by Joaquin and I'm not even thinking about him apparently you are yeah why well what what, what are you saying I'm saying that look at this this is the person that's on the island right now yes I think that he is full of confidence Okay. He's, he's going into this game. I I know what I'm doing. I know this game backwards and forwards and sideways. Like I know this game, and I am so smart, and I'm smarter than all of these people. I think that he is very readable. Okay, so tell me, build the other alliance. Build the build me the scenario where they get rid of Max first. I don't know. You can't. That's because <laughs> you can't. I'm just saying what I see. Okay. I mean, if, I, if I'm going to try, I'm going to say, okay, maybe Carolyn and Joaquin say, like, hey, you're from Queens. You're with me. And then she's like, uh, yeah, like, okay, I, I like you. You're, you remind me of uh, blah, blah, blah. And then and maybe they get so in the mix. And now uh, they get a fourth person, and it's so, or it's Tyler. And they say, this guy, he seems too sm- He seems sneaky. Uh, unless, I mean, could Max potentially, could you get burned? Could he get burned on a scenario? Where it's like, hey, uh, hidden immunity idol, uh, you know, Carolyn and Max, what do you want to do with it? And Max is like, we have to get the hidden immunity idol. And Carolyn's like, whoa, you're shady. Uh, and it's like, what do you do for a living? Like, I teach a class about Survivor, or uh, I used to teach a class about Survivor. Yeah. And then they say, okay, well, something's up with this guy. But, I mean, I think that's worst case scenario, and I don't think that's the likely scenario. Okay. Okay. Uh, am I talking out of both sides of my mouth that I said it could happen that way? But no, I don't you, think but you did will? before. Okay. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong about that. All right. Um, Simon Ty says, if Carolyn and So hook up with Joaquin and Tyler, whoa. Whoa. Uh, could Max be in trouble? Agree, disagree. Hashtag, who's Gary? I don't think Carolyn <laughs> is going to be hooking up with anybody. Okay. I, they, I think they mean in the terms of an alliance. Uh-huh. So if Carolyn and So make an alliance with Joaquin and Tyler, uh, could Max be on the outside then? Yeah, I guess so. I don't think that's a likely scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris uh, says, uh, can't lie, Max, uh, about teaching Survivor. Why not just tell them that you're the most dangerous player ever? Scary, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Nichols. That's a good point. <laughs> Chris Nichols has a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JJ Rule says, did Max learn to not stick to stick it to the plan? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't think he learned that before he he went out there. Yeah. Because that season wasn't on yet. <laughs> so and again, this season, these players, the last thing they saw was Tony. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a thing that they all saw the crazy game that Tony played. And I think that the impact of Tony may not be uh, felt, in fact, in full until this season. Until this season. OK. And then uh, uh, let's do. Uh, all right. I think that I think we're good on the questions. We're closing in on three hours. On yeah, this we got to put the baby to bed. You made it. I did. I don't know if the baby made it. I don't hear him anymore. Okay. Oh, I, I'm sure he made it. Yeah, I think he's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Nicole, fantastic job by you. Thank tonight. you. Thank you. I did my homework. Even though I think you're, you're still wrong about me speaking out of both <laughs> sides of my mouth with uh with Shuri. All right. Whatever. All right, Nicole. L- l- all right. Let's get to. Let's wait. wait go back. Stop. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the main event here. See, this is not the guy we saw. Yeah. It's not him. See, I, I believe it is him. It's not him. This is not the man I saw. Yes. Uh, still him. And he's much taller. Okay. Well, we'll ask Corinne if it's Photoshop. <laughs> so, Nicole, we need a pick from you. Yes. Who's going the distance here this season? 
on Survivor Worlds Apart. Okay. Can I pick my top two? Mm, you can, but we're going to need a top one. Okay, I will give you my top one, but I'm going to break it down to my, my top two. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to... Where is... Where is... Where is... Where is... Where is Mike. Mike, yes. It's a good pick. And... Dan. 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 Mike and Dan. Mike and Dan. Dan and Mike. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh I feel like Mike is the LJ of this season. Mike is the LJ, possibly. Yeah. He just seems so fun. Okay. And then do you have a pick out of those two? My my winner's pick is Mike. Winner pick is Mike. Mike. It's a good pick. Yeah. That's Ooh, a good so pick. look at those abs. All right. All right. Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to put pictures of people with shirts up from now on <laughs> for you. Yeah. Sierra um, too. My goodness. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um, I have to say, and maybe uh, you guys see this coming. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Shereen. One. She picked you. She picked me. But mm-hmm. that's not, that's not the only reason. It's the, it's the main reason. Look, it helps. It helps. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I really liked her. I really liked her. In the I did. Video. I liked her too. I thought she was very good. And again, I think that she has Sandra upside. I yeah. really do. If she can get through the first part of the game, if she can fly under the radar, you get to the merge. They're never coming for her after the merge. Mm-hmm. If she makes it to the merge, she will be in the final three. Yeah, I, and I, I hear you. If she makes it to the merge, she'll be in the final three. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm saying the same thing, but if she gets voted out, it will be before the merge. So if she doesn't lose. She's gonna win. No, if she, if she loses, I will like be in the to, first I like part getting him fired up now. Come on, come on! <laughs> all right, three hours in. Who uh, did people stay and watch this whole thing? I gotta f- put the baby to bed. Okay, uh, we gotta put this baby to bed first. <laughs> all right, Survivor Thirty preview is in the books. We've got so much more coming up. I mentioned Corinne is coming up next week. I recorded an interview with Dalton Ross today, talking Wowzer. with him about Survivor Thirty. Uh, what's going on with the Celebrity Apprentice. I also have an interview this week coming to you guys uh, about uh, with Franny, talking about dating and relationships to get ready for Valentine's Day. Uh, I have another, uh, I have a lot more fun uh, coming up next week as well. Uh, Some more uh, special interviews to get ready for season 30. Uh, Spicen Hour. Have you been listening to Spicen Hour? I have been listening to With my friends Tyson and Spencer. Your friend Tyson. (laughs) Yes, and my and my friend. He's not your friend. <laughs> and my friend Spencer. Uh, I'm surprised have, he knows, even though you podcast with him, that he knows your name. He knows my name, mm-hmm. and so as producer Rob. No, no, as my as friend, mm-hmm. as friend yeah. Rob. And you know, it's 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 his podcast. Yes. Uh, so uh, the Spice and Hour will be back again next week. Basically, we've we're doing a million shows uh, com- coming up. Just here. listen, keep listening. If you look, if you watched uh, three hours of this, listen to three hours of this. Uh, you're going to be in for a fun couple of months. I said at the top of the show about uh, Patreon. If you want to jump in, watch the video. Me do a bunch of Survivor impressions. Go to Rob has a website dot com slash patron. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here with Survivor Thirty. If Survivor Thirty is going to be as uh, if the if the early reports are. Anything uh, true, it's going to be a, a great couple of months of Rob Has a Podcast coming up. Make sure you subscribe as well. Rob website.com slash iTunes. Nicole, it's our five-year anniversary of Rob Has a Podcast. All right, let's do it. Hashtag high five for uh, Rob for the five-year anniversary mm-hmm. of 
Rob has a podcast. We really appreciate uh, all the comments and everything, all the support from you guys, and uh, having as much fun now as we have. Well, you I, make this man so happy. Yeah, I'm having as much fun when we're actually doing the podcast. It's all the other parts of of life that are really stressful right now with moving that are not that fun. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's a fun. It's anytime <laughs> you so could. Yeah, anytime you could move and uh, do all sorts of uh, stuff at the same time. It's very fun. All right. Thank you so much to Scott St. Pierre. I know you had some technical issues along the way with the show, but could not do any of this uh, stuff without you. So thank you, Scott. Thanks to everybody uh, in the chat room, everybody live, and everybody uh, who went and listened to this whole bunch of nonsense of all these things that are going to be so wrong in a very short (laughs) amount of time. Thank you guys uh, so much. Can't wait. Maybe we have the winner. Maybe we have it. Maybe. You know, because... Shireen, she will win and she will lose. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Uh, you, you, you always. Oh, just to... high five. Just yes. high five me. <laughs> Can't let me have anything. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Take Bye, care. Guys. Bye.